Now here to perform the American National Anthem, please welcome our Galaxy Social Night Contest winner, the tiny but mighty seven-year-old singer from Los Angeles, Malaya Emma Chandragwijaya. stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight oh the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket week on top five for fighting dozens and dozens of years decades of years decades of years that's first of all first of all give spoilers okay we are oh yeah yeah. talk about spoilers that would have been a huge dick move get the charmin greg's gonna (laughs) shit on something tell you what's going on there's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut literally anything in the goddamn fridge hours later you've got the Haitian mudslide going on and then it's just you're like why did I do this here we go I, he's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby yeah this this movie was a bag of dicks for me he used to run through the house <laughs> hauling ass but underwear probably naked too underwear hauling ass I'm gonna have me some fun I'm gonna have me some fun Nine to five says she's the next Disney princess to have a meltdown with heroin. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wrong! Just because, so wrong. just because of the talent she has, Disney's going to snatch that up. Oh, that man. I happen to see that. Um, a, a, I saw a clip of it last week, and Amy actually saw it too, and she showed me, and I'm like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that, she put some, she put some Aguilera in there, didn't she? She's um. That's a strong kid. Yeah, and she seven years some, old, and she put some stank on it too. Um, yeah, so that I knew right off the bat that was going to be the opening this week. But it wasn't this, funny for this. Hey, it's not. It's not a funny holiday. Oh, okay. It's a serious holiday. Whatever. Serious fun. Mike's favorite. Not this year. I listened to that like three times on the way over here. By the way, it was that. Wow. I was just God. blown. I was just blown away by it. I thought it was amazing. 
Okay. Holy that, Whitney Houston. If that doesn't get your patriotic juices flowing, good luck changing that song, idiots. It got it got my juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th. Uh, second annual 4th of July uh, extravaganza extraordinaire. Not going to lie. My with, favorite episode of the year. With two really smart guys and two guys who probably shouldn't be allowed to use shovels. Long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Much less have microphones. In in the studio, we have, uh, 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 you know, basically the, the live-in resident now, Richard Alexander, which we're fine with, and our buddy Nick Freeberg is back. It's always nice to have both of you here. Thank you very much. Pillars. Gracias. Yes, gracias. Thank you very, very Good much. To be here. We don't have a lot to talk about today. We have basically two parts to the show, but we do have to talk about something that occurred last night because uh-uh. we, we got we got to vent and get it out. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. I just why, I why have, you got to ruin my Saturday? I'm not trying to ruin your Saturday. I just need to, I need to I need to understand how the fuck this happened last night. And I'm night. glad Nick is here because his input on this will be very helpful. So the NHL had their draft lottery <laughs> oh, last night. God, the NHL had the. Did you see that, Nick? I I saw Mike's okay uh, thought. I need to know. I need to know how a team that makes the playoffs is even eligible to get a first round pick. And I also need to know why we do not know who that team is that has the first round. See, pick. that's the thing that they're eligible. Yeah, first yeah. of all, eligible. Now, somebody on Twitter last night said that it's just like basketball, which is wrong. No, no non playoff basketball team has the opportunity to be in the lottery unless that team has been traded the pick from another team. For instance, Correct. for instance, you trade Anthony Towns, Pierce, or whatever, Anthony Davis, and you get a first-round pick. If that that team finishes in the bottom in the lottery, the team that traded gets the pick. But that's I don't even know that that's the case in, in the NHL, is it? it no, it, it's the NHL is now the equivalent of the mob. You get you get if you trade it if you trade the pick in the NHL, then you get their lottery pick as well. But this pick last night was not a traded pick. So how so how, first of all, the worst team in the league picks fourth. Which is right. You know what? Everybody says, "Oh, that's to prevent tanking." First of all, fuck you. Okay, and, and that's so you tanked. That's hold on a second. Let me step in. <laughs> Detroit was the by far the worst team in the league last year. Correct? I agree. By far, Detroit was not <laughs> rolling. Not close. Detroit was not rolling out minor leaguers to play to tank. Their starting lineup was their best players every single night. I, I understand that. I know, Outs- I'm, I'm I'll, not saying the no, Black no, Tigers just, the Lions I'm, were. Yeah. What, what I'm Lions. I'm, I'm saying anti tanking because they weren't tanking. They just suck. Yeah, it's, they're, it's they're just. just playing I think today. a lot of that has to do just with the mentality of uh, hockey players as well. You know, where, they, where you might run into some of that, say in the NFL. Correct. Maybe tanking for a player. I I just don't see hockey players having that same mindset. With the with they the don't. egos of these athletes, NFL, NBA, NHL, football, or whatever, nobody wants to go out and intentionally lose. No. They, no way. Even even guys that are on teams that are not happy that they're not getting to play enough, they're demanding trades. So if you're going to if you're going to go work, how many hours a week do these guys work in the sun and get beat up and 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 do that? And then the coach is going to go look. Oh, I want you to lose. First of all, nobody's going to do that. No self respecting American should do that. Secondly, even if a team decides to tank, that's that team's that's that team's choice, right? Because if they suck, they're losing money. Uh, nobody's going to go watch a team tank. And right. to, to Nick's point, if a team is going to tank, it's not going to come from the players. It's going to come from coaching and ownership, forcing the coach to maybe sit a couple right. players. Yeah, and, and again, really more the reason I was saying that uh, with football is because there is no lottery. 
Right, right. Right. The worst team. The NFL gets the has best it. Pick. The NFL has the perfect draft system. Right. If you the, if the you are the worst, the lottery never made any sense to me anyway. Because it's wrong. It's just absolutely wrong. And like you said, it makes no sense. And I will, if anything, I will give the NBA credit because they televise their ping pong ball droppings. Right. It's legitimate where these teams are picking. The NBA is super complicated because they don't put. They don't take the team, like let's say the team that there's 14 teams that don't qualify. They don't take the 14th or the worst team and give them 14 balls. They have combinations that are set up. And I, it, I tried to read about it last night and literally could not understand it. Like, like um, let's say the, the Pelicans are the worst team. There's like 60% chance that the combination that drops up, whether it's 14, 10, 9, 11, is involves the pelican. It's I could not it figure no it sense. out. It but, makes no but sense. The, but the hockey NHL just is the ball pops up. Um, it's the Blackhawks. Oh, what a surprise! It's the Blackhawks, and then they pick. But my <laughs> yeah. question. My, like, so even if it's Shocker. a playoff team, how do we not know who that playoff team is? How do we not know who has the first pick? Two words: Gary Bettman. I mean, what? What? But what is the reasoning behind it? Does anybody know? No, you'll have to ask Gary Bettman because this I is can't. his baby. He's, he's currently with a goat. Yeah, it's. I, I don't. It's at the point now. Like I'm. I hope there's no season. Uh, I'm disgusted with hockey. Well, the right thing now. is, just from a a fan perspective and an excitement perspective, why would you not want the fans of that team to know? That's a big deal. It, it right. I mean, you got a top draft pick coming. That's something to get excited about. And instead, the fans don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, that that doesn't make any. I sense. I went back into deep waters that Nick and. Introduced me two years ago. Reddit. Um, I, I left Twitter completely, so Dark I went. Place. I went back to Reddit, and there are a lot of comparisons the NHL and Gary Bettman now to the WWE. Huh? The, you know and, what? And actually, wow. and actually, That's probably and perfect. A lot it of is the comments, a Vince McMahonish, and a lot of the sure. comments were the WWE is more legitimate in in what they do than what the the NHL is pulling with this lottery crap. Twitter, and, go ahead. I was just saying that probably has a lot to do with what. Remember, every time Gary Bettman speaks or grabs a microphone, he and you can go to any stadium, he gets booed like, like I have I've never seen. Well, on the episode that we did a few a month ago or so, remember the quote that I had from Bob Probert about Gary Bettman? Yeah, and Probert played in the eighties. This isn't a new line of thinking. People hate Gary Bettman. Oh, yeah. for that reason. Oh yeah, he, he's to me he's a crook. He's an absolute crook. And he's he's ruining the NHL. I agree. We have the potential for the Stanley Cup champion to draft first. <laughs> well, that's true. You do. think about that at this, yes. at this point. You theoretically, have the yes, theoretically, so you're that right. That is horseshit. Yeah, it is. So, so, so you literally have the opportunity for the Kansas City Chiefs to go. Uh, we will take. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Could you imagine Nick sitting in your living room? Your phone goes off. You pull it up, and the New England Patriots are awarded the number one draft pick after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, ne- never. Your phone would go through the window. Reminding people where the bad man live. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a story for another day. Yeah, um, okay. it, it's it, to me, it's completely, it's it's disgusting. the The whole process and the system in place is disgusting. That's that. that that's all I got to say about it. I, okay, I I just wanted to know if anybody could tell me why we don't know which team it is. No, you know what? Because we don't know. I, I'm sure there's a process and there's something in place mathematically from where people it's whoever from what i read whoever gets eliminated in this opening round will be eligible for whatever spots because there's even a spot number eight 
which is in between, I think, Carolina and somebody else that is still unidentified. We, we don't know who's going to qualify for the, that spot. The, the first pick, the first pick we don't know, and then it's the seven teams yeah. that are not in the playoffs, it's, and then it's teams that we don't know. Correct. Right. They should have waited until that playoff happened. It's disgusting. Agreed. It, 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 I mean, Agreed. I, I, don't, I don't get it. All right, moving on before I feel yeah. less American. Okay, I'm sorry. So, okay, so um, I know that a lot of people are behind because, you know, just like me, a lot of people don't listen to podcasts at home. They listen to them at work and such. But what we've done in the last month is Mike and I have done our Mount Rushmore's of. And, of course, we had the top five for Fighting Rushmore, so it had five heads on it. And we did the top, we did the Mount Rushmore of hockey, baseball, college football, and pro football. And before you guys, we have a list of everybody that we named and put on our Mount Rushmore's there. Today, we are going to take and make our Mount Rushmore out of those names. So you are going to... So five people. You are going to get to pick whichever five of these names you want to put on your Mount Rushmore of sports. I don't think... Of sports. This is sports. This is is football, baseball, hockey. I'm sorry. This is football, baseball. So just that that I'm clear. So the Mount Rushmore of five heads... Are any of these? Yes. Okay, and any it's five. just sports. They don't have to be the same sport. No, that's okay, correct. Any it. any okay. five of these you want. So if you wanted wow. to have five NFL, but this is these are the guys that you think. Now what we did was we went through and we picked like in in, in football we picked quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and in in hockey I picked one at each position. I think Mike pretty much picked his one at each position. Uh, in in baseball we picked a pitcher, catcher, infielder, outfielder, and hitter. So you've got basically all the bases covered. Some of the, 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 the big names should be on there, but there are some ones that we kind of threw on there also because, you know, it doesn't make for good conversation if we both sit down and have the same five on the, on the, on the thing. So any of these five that you want, um, and it just, it'll just be a brief why you think he should be on there, and we'll just go around the table. And I don't think we should draft because that kind of leaves other people, so we might have some doubles, but I think we will. So... Um, this should only take a few minutes, but I, that's kind of what we were building up to. So, we able to write anyone in, or just from this list? <laughs> you know what? This is America. Yep. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Tell, tell you what, you can write one in. If, if one. How's, that, okay. how's that sound? Fair enough. Yeah. If if we yeah, can... the guy I'm thinking doesn't play any of these sports. If wow. Oh, I think I know who. Look, okay. I no, no, exactly. I have no curling. I have no, a guess. No yeah. curling, dude. No curling. <laughs> yeah. That shit's Canadian. It's I, not I American know. At all. I, I'm an avid <laughs> curler, but uh, in fact, to make this legitimate, I'm gonna write down my guess. Hey, you gotta know. Ju- just so I can't say. Um. Oh yeah, I knew that the whole time. I, I think I think I know who it is too. Let's see. I mean, it, it may for, not and, be, but... For the record, I wanted to put him on my list. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. Add some excitement to this. All right. So, so you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, there's no question who my first pick's going to be. It's It's got to be Tom Brady. I mean, we all knew that, right? Fucking um, disgusting. I, I know, I know you hate that, but I mean, when you when you <laughs> when you look at what he's accomplished and what he's going to accomplish the next couple of years in Tampa, the guy, the guy is. He's the guy. Even at 43? Oh, yeah. That, I... What do they say about uh, Father Time, man? Undefeated. He just they, needs they, to be a game manager. They do say Father Time is undefeated, but I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people that said, oh, the Patriots were crap last year and blah, blah, blah. I don't care who you are if your wide receivers aren't open and don't have separation. It's really hard to make completions. And he had zero wide receivers. He's got 
the best core of receivers in the NFL right now. He's got Evans, Goodwin. Um, they drafted the kid out of USC to be the slot receiver. You got Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard, Ronald Jones in the backfield. Um, I mean, this guy has weapons all over the place. They're and stacked. A, and a defense that is totally underrated. I think this might be the year that people realize that it's not just Brady and Belichick together, that they're both going, they are both successful. Would you say that you think it's the best core of receivers that he's ever had in his career? Oh, by far. Easy. He's by always far. had one. Easy. Yeah. He's always had a Randy Moss or or a Gronk. Uh, or a Wes Welker or a, or a Gronk. Edelman. Yeah, and when he had Hernandez and Gronk, they didn't really have a lot of wide receivers on the outside, but he's never had a core of playmakers like this. And and let's be honest, if you go out on that, if you go out on that field and you line up with four wide receivers and Gronkowski at tight end, your fourth wide receiver is going to be Cameron Braid or OJ Howard. Who the hell does the defense guard? So yeah. so but I think that's one thing when it comes to this year's NFL season and Brady specifically is the intrigue. Like, is he that good? Like, is this going to prove that he can do this anywhere? I agree. Which I think adds some excitement to it. Let's just hope there's a season to actually see what happens. Hopefully. You know, that, that does bring in an interesting wrinkle, though, with Brady and his age. He can't miss a year. Nope. I mean, he's no, not. He's nope. not getting any. You don't. Nope. You don't want him to miss year. Look, I don't. You I, miss a year at forty three. That's a problem. That's I don't, a problem. I I know you said earlier you think there's a seventy five percent chance that the season won't happen. I think that this is a situation where there's a lot of money to be lost, and even if they play, no doubt. Even if they play to empty stadiums, the teams still make their payroll. Because the NFL salary cap is based on the NFL television deal. God, can you imagine right? how true. many so, more commercial breaks we're going to have if there's no one in the stands? Well, that's like the Yankees. The Yankees, you know, yeah. they they meet their payroll just by having their own network. The Yankees TV yes. contracts are double what any yeah. other two teams are put together. So that they've already said that the NFL is going to allow each team to decide how many people they can have in the stands. And the one thing that they're doing to protect the fan, the players is... They are going to have the first eight feet of um, seats that are by the field are going to be covered with tarps. And the NFL is going to allow the home stadiums to have local advertisements because they have a rule that there is a, cert there is a certain distance from things that they see on the national TVs that you can't see local advertisements. So they're going to allow the teams to be able to sell that space to allow teams to make more money. Um, so even if you put... Look, even if you put that stadium at fifty percent occupancy, that those teams are still making money because that's, everything's that, paid for with. That's with the what TV. I don't understand. Why don't you have some people in the stand? You know, well, uh, like take the temperature at, yep. at the front. Mm -hmm. When I drop my kid off for summer camp, they have to take his temperature before you allow him. You have to take in. your temperature before you go into half yeah, the place. And then anymore, wear masks. Yeah. I, I don't see what the big freaking deal Here's is. My man. <laughs> Here's uh -oh. my question. Uh oh. Uh oh. And no, but the, in and this is legit. I'm not just being, you know. It's always legit. This is all bullshit or anything like that. If I can go to a restaurant right now, which is the size of a person's house, right? I realistically, whatever, small place, and get a meal prepared by a guy or girl, served by a guy or girl that's getting transferred by hand to my table where I eat in the same room as a bunch of people. Why can't I go see an NFL game and sit five feet from somebody? In an, in an open-air stadium. I don't know why the movie theaters haven't opened. What's the difference, Mike, say, between going to a restaurant and a football game, though? What What's one thing you're doing right away that's automatically different? You're well, jumping the, up, you're yelling, you're screaming, you're yeah, high-fiving, yeah. you're spitting. Yeah. I, I, mean, I that, get it. And that right there 
is got to be the reason. Well, we have to assume they're going to force you to wear a mask at a football game. Realistically and understandably, correct? You can't even go to 7-Eleven now without a mask. I had to go. We went to a couple stores last night, um, and I had to put one on for the first time. The new, I had, the I had new, to break one the new ordinance work. is anywhere that has more than 10 people. So if you go into a place that has less than 10 people, you, they cannot force you to wear the mask. Uh, at this point, I'm just... I mean, I think... I don't disagree with the masks. I understand that they are a preventive measure. My problem is is that everybody says you're not wearing a mask, but you're all using the same pen pad, or you're not wearing a mask, but you know what I mean? It's it's if we're going to do this, let's do this. Let's not go, oh, you got a mask on. Well, my favorite example, sharing an airplane. Mm. Hundreds of people are sharing an airplane a day. Mm. Hundreds. Yeah. Going to how many different cities? That's also something that um, there's a lot of people that, like, if you go... Uh, I had to go to the doctor last week, and... On, on the question, they, they told me that I was not allowed to come if I had a fever, any symptoms. Uh, they were going to check my temperature. And if I had traveled on an airplane in the last 14 days, I, wasn't, I had to reschedule my visit. Right. So, I mean, I, I, think, I think that because of the money that's there and because of the state of what things are going on and starting to open back up, you might not see full stadiums. But, I mean, come on, 25%. I mean, if you let 25% of the people in, you're still, you're still making money. And they can't afford... They can't afford to not have a season. All right, quick question. Go around the table. Richard, starting with you. NFL opens up. Are you going? Uh, no, I never go to NFL games. Well, okay, hockey get, opens up. Are you going? Yes. Nick? Either either sport. Broncos rolling, telling they're playing Tampa Bay <laughs> opening weekend. Are you going? <laughs> he made it so that you have to say yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. You know, I'm, I'm in a different spot, though. You know, I mean, I got to... Got a pregnant wife. That so. that is what? That, that is. Oh, you who's, didn't know? Who's who? Who's the bastard? <laughs> Let's hunt him down. Let's hunt him down. Come now, bastard. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't Did know. you know? You I don't didn't know. know? Man. Yeah, I know. I don't oh. know, man. It, that and that's legit. You, you can't argue that either way. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. totally understandable. You know, I I, I think if uh, if that's a situation where you know she's she's not pregnant. Then I'd say yeah, you're all I'm in. Fucking send it. Wow. Now, only half capacity, and like you, the, 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 there's a thing where you have to be sitting. You know, they've got things marked off, and you're not sitting within, say, six feet from somebody. Like <laughs> he's gonna create a scenario no, where no, you, no, 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 okay, you well, have to okay, go. No, okay. no, no. I'm, and they're I'm, giving away. How about giving away okay, something? Hold on. This is the scenario that I'm guessing that's going to happen. Is the fact that if there are fans, it's not going to be. Bedlam and just okay. Everyone just go in and sit down. There's going to be a certain amount of tickets sold. I got it. A certain markers of where people are going to be able to sit and the distances that have to be in between fans. I got it. The thing it. that worries me though is for a team like the Broncos that have nearly a hundred percent season ticket holders. Right. If you don't start getting that plan in place right now for who's able to go to. What games? Oh, shit show. That's going to be a shit show. Oh, absolutely. That's a good point. And what were you going to say, Richard? Uh, he'll have a group photo with Manning and Elway. I'm in. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Sold. Kid and I, I wasn't I'm even going. done. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm going we'll to do it. signed autographed jerseys from each quarterback. We'll get it signed. We'll get them all signed by Tom Brady for him. Yeah. But yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not going. Yeah. There's no way he's going I'm out. out. <laughs> I'm out. I, I don't know how to answer that question because I don't really go to a lot of football games anyway. Uh, simply because I'm outside enough, and I mean I like to go to football games, but I've I, I already looked at tickets for the Bucks this year, and I ain't got I don't have that much money. I tell you what, man, going to Ray J is a goddamn 
battle. It is. It is. With it's, that sun. Well, it, it is. is horrendous. We just talked about this last week. We've been, I've lived here in Florida for 14, oh, yeah, this will be coming up on 15 years now. I've been to one Bucks game. And that's because I went with a friend that played the same college that I do or did. And another guy that played at the same college we did that played for the Eagles, and we got invited to the family dinner. That's why we went. I didn't pay anything for right. it. I've, I've gone to four or five, and each one has been one of the hottest days of my life. Oh, Sands, one game, one game, when they played the Panthers, and it was a monsoon. Okay. Oh. That, that shit was actually yeah. pretty fun, to be yeah. honest with you. And I take that back. I took Dylan to a preseason game, but it was at night. I've yeah, been, I've nice. been to. Which was amazing. Yeah. I've been to a lot of games and it does get hot. I prefer to go to like the four, four the four thirty games or the or the midnight games. But also, I don't go to August September games, or even maybe October. Why would no, you? November, you're a damn yeah, November, yeah, November and December, self. I'm good with. But like, I, I mean, would I go see a would I go see a playoff hockey game? Yeah, I'd go see a playoff hockey game. But we're not going to get that option because they're not going to be here. But I mean, look. I go to Home Depot every day because I have to, and I go to you know I go to Publix, blah blah blah. I mean, yeah, it's a little different, but like you said, if the social distancing practices are in place, also I think that they have to have something something set up so that if you've got a group of people, you can sit together because I mean you can do groups of fifty. You know what I mean? Like if you show up with forty five people and they're like, okay, you can have this little section. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I I don't envy them. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in any of their positions right now because it's because the way this country is right now, there's not a fucking thing they can do and not catch shit for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, how the hell could you you're let right. people come it's in? An, it, and oh, how no come win. you don't let you're more right. people come in? So what do you, what do you fucking do? No, you're right. It's, it's like no being married. No matter what. This is. <laughs> Oh, she left. Oh, she's not oh, here. Okay. I can get away. Oh, with I was going to say, right now. man. There's no, way to, there's no way the wife's in the next room, man. She's, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she's gone. Uh, well, uh, the Jeep is in the driveway. <laughs> oh, is it? It is. Honey? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, so that was the first pick, Tom Brady. And to, to, to piggyback your answer, yes, if there's hockey, I would go. Oh, I would definitely go. But the other wrinkle that is I took a test and I was negative, so I'm not as worried about it. Well, you don't have it now. Yeah, that doesn't mean... That I, does, I know. But. I'm just saying. It is a weird psychology, man. It's like, you know, you go to get a test, and I think there is part of you that's like, I hope it's positive. Like, I hope I got it. Give it there, to me, and let's get it over with. Because if I'm, if I'm all right... I'm all right. Do you know, yeah, do you it's, know a, that, it's a weird psychology. You know that less than one half percent of the people in Florida have, have corona? There's 21.8 million people in the state. And there's 122 cases, 122,000 cases. Too many cases. fucking people. For, for real. Well, you could be in California where there's 39. Point, where there's 39.5 million. But of way of tw- too many. But of 21.8 million people, only 122,000 people have it. Can we extend that wall? Up you know what? What I what makes me sick is that when the media keeps reporting this on a daily basis, almost on an hourly basis, and they, uh, this is just my impression that they want you to, they want you to make the connection that if you're positive, you will die. Yeah, well, it's, uh, they, they want you to make that connection, man. And I'm like, why, I, you know, that's I, why I, keep I don't thinking, watch the news anymore. I went, I went to the doctor this one week. One thing, I, I'm sorry, sorry. You're good. One thing I would love to see them start reporting is the patients that have recovered. Oh, absolutely, well, yeah. How no, is, but, how that's is, good news. How is that number not part of it, though? 
or even relevant. I, I went to yeah, well, agreed because it's completely agreed because phenomenal. that's positive. That's positive. And again, it's not we've, sexy. We've, we've said it several it's times. Sexy. The news is about ratings, whether you want to whether you want to acknowledge it or not. When and we were saying? when if we were three years old, if it bleeds, it leads. When we were three years old, and Walter Cronkite came on the on the on the TV at night, he was not about ratings. He was about telling you the facts, and then you got your news, and then then you rolled on. Now, because everybody and their brother has a twenty four hour news service, it's about who, what are we going to do to make them watch? We we we. We got all this shit going on in the country. We've got 100% of the people. We got the 10% on this side and the 10% on this side that you're seeing, but you're not seeing the normal 80 in the middle that can look at a problem and go, okay, let's figure this out rationally. I went to the doctor this weekend, this, this past Monday, and I asked him a couple of questions. I said, masks? He goes, they help. He says, are they 100%? No, they're not 100%, but they help. He says, nothing's 100% unless you put a chemical suit on, basically, because like it's... White? Yeah, it's smaller. It's smaller than the, the the microns, and you know they 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 can be contaminated. Blah 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 blah. He said, "Can it kill you? Yes, it can kill you." He said, "But this is not the zombie apocalypse." He said, "People, in my opinion, people are people are right because zombie apocalypse. At least we have something to look forward to. We can start prepping." So uh, yes, the news is scaring the shit out of people. But I, I feel fully trained for that now. Well, that's great. We were Call all, of Duty. We were all hoping for that. Oh, yeah. Well, The Walking Dead. Come on. Oh, sorry. Everyone knows what to do and what not to do now. You've read all the comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gone. I've gone shooting twice in the last week. They're training manuals. We've gone down here to shoot straight and stuff. And uh, my son actually has bought two guns in the last week. He bought a he bought a, a, a Glock and he bought an AR-15. And they told him at the shoot straight down here on Olmerton. In the last three months, they have done three billion dollars in business. Huh? Three billion. They sell a hundred guns a day. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been thinking about buying a firearm. And I haven't shot a weapon since the Army, but I'm, I'm actually thinking about buying one. Get, grab yourself a Glock. You can't go wrong. Break that rust off, son. Get yourself some. No, I'm <laughs> one, serious, man. I, and, I'm, and I'm just taking the temperature of, of the planet Earth right now, oh, yeah. specifically more this country, and I'm actually thinking about buying a firearm. Minus straight up for home defense. That, that's all That's all. That's it is. exactly you know what, what I, mean? I want it for. I but don't want to conceal carry. I just want it for the house. I'm, I'm also going to buy a um, I'm going to buy a 20-gauge yeah, short. I'm going to buy a 20-gauge or 12-gauge short bell pump. Mine are for... Best home defense weapon you can It get. is. It's, it's. Also, the sound, man. Just the sound would make people say, uh, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> not worth it. Somebody, somebody told me, they said, you know what's great about shotguns is you can put salt rock in them. I said, you know what? You can put in a buckshot. I ain't shooting fucking... If you're in my house, I'm not no, shooting salt at you. No, that's ridiculous. No. <laughs> See, in mine are for home offense. That's the difference. Home <laughs> offense. <laughs> Mike's standing outside the door. Yeah, he is. Wishing hey, someone hey, would. Hey, come here. I got something. You mean you don't leave your door cracked with 100 tape to the welcome rug? <laughs> oh, It Jesus. is Florida, and we have Richard. I'm good. Right? Just stay in the house. You're fine. All right, so Tom right, Brady. So at this rate, yeah. we'll be done by uh, seven o'clock tonight. Yeah, so, yeah I know. Yeah, right, so, I know. so my first was Tom. Was my first was Brady. Fair enough, Nick. Uh, so in no particular <laughs> order, I guess I'll go with my write-in first. Uh, this guy, undoubtedly, uh, with what he went through, um, you know, rose to the absolute top of the game, went through hell off the course. Uh, rebounded, came back, uh, right back at the top of the game. James uh, Winston? 2019 Masters champion, Tiger Fuck, Woods. That is a great, yeah. great yes. It's got to be Tiger Woods. I mean, if I'm writing someone in, that, that guy's on a on a Mount Rushmore uh, of, of any type F- of hey, sports list. Fair. Who did you have written down, by the way? Jim Thorpe. 
Jim Thorpe. Oh, that's a fantastic for, for pick. sports. Yeah, I wanted I, 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 I wanted him on my list so bad, and I just couldn't because he Thorpe's incredible. He embodies yeah. everything of a person that can do literally everything. Olympian, major league baseball player. He won. He won the. He won it, the it, gold medal in the decathlon and the pentathlon, didn't he? Correct. Yeah. No, the, the guy's insane. Um, <clears throat> with shoes yeah. that he found out of a trash can because nobody would give him shoes. Yeah, uh, that's Woods. ridiculous. Tiger Woods would be well done, sir. Well, he wasn't white. No, he was uh, Indian. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mikey. Uh, my first one, Peyton Manning. Um, I had to put him over Tom. I knew you were going to have yeah. Tom Brady for one. But if you look at the entire body of work with no scandals, no problems, ultimate sportsman, perfect personality, team player, genius, hard work. One of the best Saturday Night Live skits of yes. all yes. time. Yes, yes. Honestly, when we were talking about Peyton Manning in that other episode, it was because the guy just can do everything. He's yeah. funny as... My favorite skit of Tom Brady ever is when he's playing pickups football with the kids. The kids. Oh, yeah. Peyton no. Manning. That's hysterical. Is... You mean Peyton Manning. Yeah. yeah, playing with the kids. You said Tom Brady. Thanks for pointing out mistakes. <laughs> Just well, I would like our audience to be roasting. informed because people are going to go to YouTube looking for the skit of Tom Brady <laughs> no, playing with kids and they're going to find the it. The best part of that story is, I guess, the day uh, that they're filming it. Peyton I, I know you're going with this and very, this is true. very apprehensive about... You know, just nailing kids with a football. And he really didn't want to do it until... Wouldn't any of us be a little nervous about that? (laughs) (laughs) Until the parents started coming up to him and were asking him, can you please hit my kid with the football? Wow. The the, the director of the skit said it'll be funny if you hit him in the face. And and Peyton was like, I don't think I should do that. And and eventually the parents and the kids were like, no, we're good with it. Let's roll because it'll be funny this way. And it was gold. It, it's awesome. It's it's absolutely worth a look if you've not seen it yet. Right. So, and if yeah. no one if no one uh, listening if you haven't seen Peyton's places, that just another example, man. I mean, just his his humor is awesome. And the episode with him and Brady, where they uh, break into Nance's uh, backyard and yes. play his par three. Oh it's, my god, it's so good. It's um, so good. And honestly, the, the one of my favorite things about Peyton Manning is the storybook ending to his career. Yeah, it's no. it, because it doesn't happen very often. Like Elway. It no. just what's like the, what's the common thread there? Denver, Denver. Denver. <laughs> there you go. God, so wonderful. All right, Richard, Brady. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I, I don't have to say anything else. Yeah, man. it's. I mean, it's. I, hey, totally understandable. Greg, I think he's Greg? lost more Super Bowls than like five teams have actually been to. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's it's wow. crazy. And combined, it's, combined. Yeah. No, you're so, right. Uh, my next one is uh, Pete Rose. Yeah, that's Great he's pick. he's tough. Yeah, he's Great tough. Pick. I I I I get the whole gambling thing. We talked about it before, but I separate need... that from his playing career. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, Completely. Well, yeah. Now we you know we have a professional sports team, two professional sports teams in Vegas. Uh, sports betting is becoming common all over the country. Not yeah. as bad as everyone painted it out to let's, be. Let's let's lift the ban right on fucking charlie hustle it makes no sense it, at all the only reason that he got that was because uh it wasn't giamatti who was it, it was uh, giamatti it was giamatti yep just got he, he got pissed off and childish and butthurt that he got he kind of got stonewalled i mean i think it's funny that they're holding that against him 
but they'll take fucking somebody like Daryl Strawberry and say he should be, or Dwight Gooden, and say, so it, last, last time I checked, everybody out there told me that gambling is a sickness, right? And that drug addiction is a sickness. So What's fucking, the difference? Seri- exactly. Seriously? So Yeah, but I, you'll never see beer in, in, uh, in sports. Well, <laughs> you will if you watch the Bad News Bears. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking Some baseball. Multi-billion dollar advertising budget. Right. Doesn't Steve Howe have more drug arrests than the Patriots have Super Bowl appearances? Probably. But he was still allowed if to not, play in the league. He yeah. should have. I mean... I mean, he they, he said he he originally said that he did not ever bet on them to lose to to lose, and then they found out that he did bet on them to lose. But I mean, if I'm a gambler and I know that my I I mean, who better to t- to decide if a team should is going to win that game or not than the manager? Yeah, he can he can shave points or whatnot. But I mean, you can't you can't do that without your team knowing it. You really can't do that without your team knowing. He it. should be in the Hall of Fame. He should as be in the Hall I think he would have been forgiven if he hadn't been so adamant that he didn't do it. Yeah, well, but I, I agree. was an asshole too. Yeah, I mean that's the whole Lance Armstrong. Yeah, argument. like Lance Armstrong. You know, the it's other the same dumbass. thing. It's like he, you know, you're you come out so publicly, right? That he he and his team actually destroyed people. That were saying he yeah. was juicing, and yeah. they they went after them and almost destroyed their careers. Well, yeah. and, and, and the crazy thing about you know a, a Lance Armstrong is that's a situation where that that's a sport that was riddled with doping. You're correct. So it, it's not as if you know he comes out and he says, "Yeah, you know, listen, I did it." We are surprisingly forgiving of people who admit their wrongs, but when you are so publicly right adamant that right. you didn't do it and then you got to show a little bit of remorse just show a little bit of remorse right. like oh that poor bit. guy a little bit you can't small it up i feel yeah. no 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 it's, and, it's, or wallace you can't wallace it up yeah, yeah. Small, and, and the small thing is, he already had uh the court of public opinion in his corner a little bit because of what he had gone through yep. with the cancer so it, he just really was kind of toned down he had everybody he had everybody's sympathy except cheryl crows oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm leaving you you one nut bastard <laughs> i mean he rode a bike let's move on all right <laughs> so the next one on my list and again these are in no particular order um but it's got to be babe ruth i mean babe ruth is the first superstar athlete in the world yeah and 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 takes the sport of baseball and and makes it really something that that is watched all over the country and eventually all over the world you know it's one of those things where if you were to ask people from other countries if you were to ask them some of these names okay so if you were to ask someone who reggie bush is or desmond howard um or tony gwynn or calvin johnson pudge they might not know those names, but if you ask them who is Babe Ruth, they're going to know that name. I, I mean, that, that guy was just the best. I man. went into my I went into my baseball list adamant that I was not going to put Babe Ruth on my list because I'm like, oh, there's somebody there was somebody better him. And I started to look at numbers. I'm like, no, nope, nope. 714 home runs, and, and which part of his career was played in a dead ball era. He had a he had 150 and, something triples, dude. That's that's unreal. Yeah, and. and he was a pitcher and a damn good one at that. The only reason he gave up pitching was because he was arguably the most prolific power hitter to ever play the game. Yeah, they, he needed to play every day. He, he yep. had to be in the lineup. And that was, um, when did he play? Uh, what years was he a player? He the, uh, so, uh, the late teens yeah. uh, through the okay. 20s and 30s. There you go. Uh, it, you know, and obviously his his most iconic moment, the uh, 1934 World Series, you know, calling his shot and, 
you know, all that. And then, you know, 1927, the 60 home runs. And famously in the in the locker room after the game, you know, he gets up and he, he's got a bottle of champagne and he says, let's see some other son of a bitch try to beat that. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just fantastic. I called, I, called my shot. I called my shot one time. I was at this bar and I was like, <laughs> bourbon, Jameson. <laughs> yeah, awesome stuff. All right, who's up? I think it's you. All right. How many have you said? Two? Just one. One? Peyton Manning. Yep, so you. Uh, The second one I had following kind of the same vein as Peyton Manning, but for all of sports, Tim Tebow. Because of the career he had in college. And just because of the kind of person he is and the way he approached the game, the way he played. um, The kind of player that if your kid comes to you and says, hey, I want to be like him, you're like, okay, do it. I agree. Nice. I, I, you, you can't, hey, we, we both had him as our top college quarterback for a reason. Yeah. for I mean, I just – he's up there as a representative for college sports. Yeah, that, that hurt. That for hurt sure. to have to pick Tebow yeah. as a Gator. That, that hurt, but I had to give it to him. Richard? I had Tim Tebow. Nice. Oh, shit. Because of his collegiate career. It was there's nobody well, it's come not close. because of his pro career. You'd have to find somebody <laughs> yeah, I know. You but you'd have to find somebody to come even close to his college career. The only person that I could find that I, I put in that category was Mariota. Archie Griffin. Oh okay. Marcus Mariota because he started for three years. He Vince had the, Young was pretty damn good at yeah, Texas. But he, but he only played for one year, right? No. Two no, years? No, no, no. He, he I thought he played for three. Vince but, Young was a badass at Texas. He was. He was, but also he to, was incredible. To just back up what Mike said, too, or just off the field, too. Yes. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No the doubt. total embodiment of an athlete in football. Well, and it's really come full circle. You know, now he's, uh, he's uh, working with the SEC network and he's on every weekend talking, talking and shop. Let's not forget, he beat the Steelers in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, so, he did. Yes, so he let's just say, let, before hey, everyone shits my, on him, 10 completed passes in that game for an average of. 31.6 yards. And I will never forget that, that game. That glorious little slant that just went for a touchdown to end the game. I, I, I was uh, so when, happy. When Demar- Demarius Thomas just absolutely wrecked Ike Taylor. You was, know about the connection between the Bible verse and what Tim Tebow did in, in pro football? The 316. It, what about it? it? It's the Bible verse about, you know. Um, sure. You know, uh, uh, John three sixteen. Right, yep. I'm the only. Uh, God, for God so loved the earth. Right, so he, he gave, gave his only begotten son. son. Right, yeah. So, but he has a lot of similarities to what he accomplished in sports at three one six. Yeah, uh, that game in particular. That, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Tim Tebow. So a little bit of irony. It's okay that Colin kneels, but it's not okay that Tim Tebow kneels. Moving on. Yeah. Right. Can <laughs> keep that out of this. Can't bring religion into sports. Group. Yeah, I know. Oh, that wasn't religion. He was just tired. <laughs> Tim was just. He was just tired. I mean, he just. Damn ran. it! I just need a break. Yeah. <laughs> In a Gatorade. Uh, so I got to go next, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. I mean. What number you, are we up to? This is the third this one. Third. How do you not put Wayne Gretzky up there? <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> go ahead. You don't put Wayne Gretzky up? No. I didn't either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck it. Next. Um, so, yeah, this guy, I would say, is the greatest football player of all time, regardless of position, uh, and that's Jerry Rice. Jerry, I mean, just, it's not. To me, when it comes to just, if you're saying who is the best football player to ever put on pads. Phenomenal, phenomenal career. Jerry Rice, man. Yeah, How many yeah. rings? Four? Uh, enough. What, what, Jerry was, Rice? It was four. Four, five. four rings, yeah. Five. During the Montana. Three with five. Montana. Five. It was five. five. 
four with Montana and one with Young. Oh, okay, I thought it was. Three. Okay, oh, that's right. right. Okay, right. that was okay. at the end of his career, wasn't it? Oh, he, played right for, he played was, for the Raiders. So it was yeah. right before he went to the Raiders. Or yeah. was he was he with them when they won this? I'd have to double check if he was in the Super Bowl when they beat the Chargers. I think he was. I think he still was. Yep. Good pick. All right. Mikey? Uh, my next one, Gordy Howe. That's how you don't put Wayne Gretzky <laughs> up on the Mount Rushmore. When the great one calls Gordy Howe the greatest hockey player of all time. That's true. He goes up. He did say that. That's it. Well, that's that's because Wayne Gretzky is not Terrell Owens and would not say Wayne Gretzky is the greatest. I mean, well, I'm, hockey, not, I'm not I'm not just I, I know what you're statement. I, I know what you're saying, but hockey players also have a better reverence of their history of the game more than probably any other sport. I agree with that. True. They don't know how they don't know how people get picked, but no one keeps numbers like baseball. Well, no, no, nobody. no. Baseball is all numbers. I, I compl- right. yes, I completely agree. But as far as players. Respecting the history of their sport as a whole, hockey players I think have that hands down. All right. Baseball has an amazing amount of tradition, but the personalities have changed over the right. years that have kind of lost sight of that. Not all of them. There, there's some pretty good, respectable baseball players. Tony Gwynn was one of them. That watching that man swing a baseball bat, you know, when I was was a young kid and was you know learning to pick up the game. It just unreal to watch what he could do. You know, you you could throw one under his hands and he could take it the opposite way. We, we and, said you know, the only reason he's just a freak. We said the only reason anybody knows who the San Diego Padres are is because of Tony. Tony Gwynn. That right. is a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's not even debatable. That's absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah, no doubt. Who's next? Is that me? Yeah. 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 Uh, Wayne Gretzky, and that's because the closest guy to him is still a thousand points away. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's a lifetime. That's the a lifetime closest away. guy to him is still a thousand points away from him. It's crazy. Hey, you see, you see it's the, like Jerry Rice with his receiving yards. I mean, it's like Jerry Rice. Stupid. It's and just then stupid. A cavern, and then there's number two. Yeah. You see, you see the respect I get from Mike. I say Wayne Gretzky, and I get a, and my, he says Wayne Gretzky, and Mike goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. I I'm like just it. because how <laughs> was a Red Wing? I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse here. I just if I. You know I'm just kidding. I, I know you are. I just, <laughs> Gordy Howe, I just is just different. He's a he's a god. He's a I, hockey I, I, god. But we got a lot of names here. I, I know. You know, so it's kind of it's like 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 you said before. Which one of your kids do you like the least? I'm not going to bullshit around. Like it's any a homer pick, but it's a legitimate homer pick. Oh, so it's my turn again. Yes. yes. Man, my top my three first three were easy. Now I don't know who to pick. That's why we do this. Yeah, I know. I know that's what makes it so fun. <laughs> There's a guy that I want to pick, but do I don't. It. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to put him up there because it's he had some. He this isn't There's a guy you want to pick. Yeah. This isn't China. You're not going. Yeah, get exactly. To do it. I know, man. When you okay, so when when you were a kid and you were watching when you're watching sports, and I'm a football guy, uh, and I, primarily that's what I've grown up watching my whole life. And you always watched a football game, and you're like, oh, man, here comes Barry Sanders, or here comes Jerry Rice, right? But how many times did you do that for a defensive player? Oh, I did it. it. Oh, I did. Do it. Do I, it. He, I was going to pick him. Do here, it. Here comes Lawrence Taylor. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely, man. No doubt. No doubt. I still think he's it, the greatest defensive player to ever play the game. It was literally – Changed I, the way the defensive end position was played. Yeah. yeah. Made, made linebackers pass rushers and made Matter linebackers Matter of fact, you pass, can honestly say the Giants won two Super Bowl because of him. Right. Yeah. You know, in his stats, he has 33 forced fumbles. 
I mean, I, I, that's it's that over the shoulder hundred hundred forty. He has hundred and forty sacks. I mean, I, just I know that he he was cocaine's a hell of a drug. I get it, but I, just that guy was just you 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 watch the Giants. They were very workmanlike on offense. Their defense was more exciting than their offense was. One of Absolutely. the very few players in NFL history, and there you actually have another guy on this list. Reggie White was similar uh, to For sure. where you had to plan your offensive scheme Absolutely. around Every play. a Absolutely. single defender. Every play. And, and that's crazy. Okay, didn't matter you, which side the ball was going on. You, you, had you to always play. have Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you know what? It's it still, still didn't not, work. It's still not going to work. No, him yeah. and I remember John Mendenhall and Harry Carson. I mean, those guys were just insane. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Great one. All right. No, I can't, um, I can't argue with that. Man. So, next guy, uh, just it, without a doubt to me, is, is one of the best athletes on the list, Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Willie Mays Hayes. 660 <laughs> home runs. 660 home runs. Uh, one of the most iconic plays in any sport, that over-the-shoulder catch. Uh, and, and then what a lot of people don't realize is the amazing throw oh, he made. He didn't even plant. He just turned and whipped it. He right. just it's turned incredible. and whipped it and kept a run from scoring in a, in a vital situation. It, the guy was unbelievable. And then when you just think about you know, kind of the lineage that comes from him uh, with Bobby and Barry Bonds, I mean, the guy is just a – Pillar of Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it, awesome. That's awesome, who I. Awesome, that's awesome. who I was debating with him or, or Lawrence. Oh All man, right. Willie Mays is awesome. Yeah, he was. All right, I got one that'll maybe surprise some people, but if we're talking the Mount Rushmore of all of sports, yes, Mike Tyson. Oh, okay, okay. Which I didn't even think of until just a few minutes ago. We needed um, a convicted felon on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think. I, I don't think I'm a rapist. I, no, I don't think you, I don't think I'm a recluse. So, so, so Mike, uh, you say he's the best, best pound for pound fighter of all time. All time, yes, all time, absolutely. People throw the Muhammad Ali argument in there, which let's all agree. As I think far Tyson as a dream fight, Ali. A, d- a dream fight, For, sure, of Forbin course. Forbin did his best. I, I think Tyson would have destroyed Ali. I th- just the world stopped when he fought. That's true. B- before the Buster Douglas thing, I mean, when he fought, the career that he had was devastating. There, there was nobody in his class. Yeah, I, I remember those were the first pay-per-view uh, sport events I watched when I was little. Absolutely. And it, and it was huge. I paid, the whole neighborhood would get together yes. to watch I paid things. $40 in high school to have my buddies over to watch the Holmes-Tyson fights. This is a great story. And, um, you know, they had all the undercard fights. I got all my buddies over there. My mom and dad are in the living room. 40 bucks. I asked my parents. We had one of those monster, remember those old monster satellite dishes that you had in the box you had to pay for each channel? No doubt. And I told everybody, hey, man, I want to watch this. I'm going to pay for it. I bought the pay-per-view $40, and I think it was 1988 or 89, right? That's big money. I was in high school, dude. I had a part-time job. That was like half my paycheck that week. We watched the undercard fights. I'm like, okay, hey, man, before this thing starts, I'm going to go make some popcorn. I walked into the kitchen, put the oh. popcorn in the microwave. I came back. The fight was over. It was oh, fucking yeah. over. I missed it. I did not see it. 40, 40 bucks. I did not even get to see the fight. I don't know if I would say that Mike Tyson is the best pound-for-pound boxer for only one reason. When Mike Tyson had to box, he struggled yeah. but because he was just a brawler. But, very clever yes, Lang yes, esque but, type. But, hey, woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna be here? I'll show you what a real man looked hey, like. Woman. You know, but but it's undeniable that he was 
a force. I mean, no one damn near kill you. No one had ever seen anything like him in the ring before. You know, I mean, when you say pound for pound, do you have to talk Sugar Ray? Or you know, I mean, do you have to talk Muhammad Ali? You know what I mean? But I don't. It's 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 like comparing. It's like comparing. Is Nolan Ryan better than Tom Brady? Because it's two complete different. Sure. But but you can't argue that he was. Iconic, and you're right. The world stopped when he fought. The power that he had, I think he would destroy anybody else you put in front of him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of it's a crazy argument that you know it's just it's pointless. But at the same time, we've all seen the video of him training at 53, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there anybody that doesn't think that he could have a legitimate shot of winning a belt if he were to enter the division now? I think he'd give Tyson Fury a run for his money. I, it's one punch. It, it, he lands that one punch, and his defense, like he said that one time, is impenetrable. It is impenetrable. He's oh. just—he's <laughs> a bowling ball. The way he bought, the way he shields up, and he's got his arms up, and he's got his head buried, and he—that uppercut lands. It—it's—it's it's lights out. It is. It's—he's frightening as a fighter. But I agree. Good pick, Mikey. I just think what he did overall in boxing, and what he did to put boxing at a level where I don't think it had ever been before. Won't argue that at all. So there you go, Mike Tyson. Next. Richard. Rich, who you got? Uh, I have, because I'm a hockey guy, I went with two hockey guys. Fair enough. And Gordie Howe. Yeah, there you I go. Had, had, I, I, don't, I don't have to it's say anything. Pick. Can't about, go wrong. I don't have to say Can't about anything wrong. more about him. Yep. Uh, my fifth pick is a tad bit of a homer pick, and it's hanging on the wall here behind me. D- Dan Marino. Uh, I know I got two quarterbacks, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Watching Dan Marino play... In an era where they ran the ball, he never had a thousand yard rusher. He was a lot of fun. Guy man. had a sixty. He had a sixty percent completion percentage you throughout what he'd his throw career. For today, man. Yeah. Oh my God. With like, well, like Mike and I were 6, saying, six thousand yards in, in the eighties when the defender defender was allowed to grab your jersey, was allowed to drag you down, was allowed to stick his hand in your face. They were allowed to They're hit allowed you. Allowed to fuck you up. Yeah, allowed to hit you twenty <laughs> yards down the field. Yeah, straight up. Play defense. And he still threw for almost sixty two thousand yards. Crazy idea, right? You show up. You show up at a football game, and you're like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna win today. All we gotta do is stop Dan." And you still couldn't do it. Right. And it was, you know, he he was he was kind of my idol growing up. I loved Elway a lot because of the way Elway played. He played like I played, where you ran all over the place. Oh, yeah, but it's just I awesome. just, yeah, it was it was hard for me to not have Elway on the list as well. So, uh, the you know the only knock against Marino is you know no rings. Yeah, you know what though, that's. I don't see that as so much of a knock. I don't either. Because it's a team sport. Yeah. It's a team sport. You know, if he was a golfer and never won a major, yeah, that's a knock. Even even though the New England Patriots beat them to go to that Super Bowl against the Bears, if the Dolphins would have won that game, that probably would have been the greatest Super Bowl you've ever seen in your life. That would have been one hell of a bowl game. Because remember, earlier that year, the only team that beat the Bears that year was the Dolphins. Was the Dolphins. Dolphins. And that was on that. It was supposed to be a Sunday game. And I was living in North Carolina at the time. It was supposed to be a Sunday game. And it got postponed because of a tropical storm. And they moved it to Monday night. And instead of bouncing back and forth between the two football games, they only showed the regularly scheduled Monday night game. And you're like, what's going on down there? And you're seeing this score as they're updating it. You're like, oh, my God, why are we not watching that game? And I think they had the fucking Browns on. I was watching Bernie Kosar run around in his rascal. And it was like was some just, serious horseshit. Yeah, it was. It was brutal. Tom, Tom fuckery. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the fifth guy on my list, um, you know, not a homer pick at all. Yeah, it is. Not at all. It's obviously got to be Peyton. The guy has five MVPs, five Mm -hmm. of them. Two Super Bowl championships. But what makes that number unique is that he has one with two different franchises. He's the only Mm. guy to ever do that so far. So far. Brady's going to have a chance. Um, 
Only guy to ever do that, and still ha has you know a number of records. You know, 55 touchdowns in a season, uh, and, and not to mention you know just what that guy did for your franchise. I mean, the moment he walks through your doors, everything is legitimized. It, it, you you go from being you know a middle of the road team to now you're a contender. There's and, not and, there's and not many guys just, that can do that. I mean, you no, can only come up with two or three. Extremely extremely rare type it's, of person. Well, just and like player. you just like you said, he instantly changes your team right away. Do you remember the feeling you got when you found out that he was your quarterback? I remember I was sitting in a college lecture, and I had my laptop open, and it was one of those things where they're <laughs> like, you know, Peyton's going to be making a decision today, and there was a a fellow student in the class who was also a Bronco fan. So I remember I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, you know, you're refreshing the page over and over right. and over and over and over again. You know, because you're thinking, okay, any time now, right? And uh, then it pops up on ESPN, Peyton Manning informs agent to begin negotiations with the Denver Broncos. And I remember sitting in my chair. I wasn't sitting in my chair for long. I remember I jumped up in the middle of the class and I was just like, yes! And the professor was like... Uh, <laughs> everything okay and i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my my team just signed peyton manning <laughs> legit it, it, it was such just one of those you remember where we were genuine emotions it was no. awesome we were in the third plane of hell oh lockheed yeah, yeah. we were at lockheed yeah we'll have to do a show my, on that shit show. One of my, yeah we will one of my favorite one of my favorite sports quotes or trid tidbits ever is when the the colts and the chargers were talking to ryan leaf and Peyton Manning about being the first pick. Yeah. Because they you knew they were gonna go one two, you just didn't know which. The the Colts asked Ryan Leaf, We're gonna sign you as the number one pick and uh, you know, we're gonna you're gonna get this huge contract and what do, what do you do? And Leaf was like, Man, I'm gonna grab all my buddies, we're gonna go to Vegas, and we're gonna have a good time. They asked Peyton Manning what he would do and he says, When can I go to the film room? Damn. Enough that's, said. That's your pick. Enough said. <laughs> Fucking A. I mean, that's your pick. 100%. Yeah. That's your pick. And look at how that worked out for Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> Crying Ryan. Still went to Vegas. Yeah. And fucked his entire country. Actually, he was just arrested again. Uh, again? Yeah. Really? What for Recently. this time? I think it was drugs. And Jesus. He's an addict, man. It's just he is. going to be with him for the rest of his life. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It is a hell of a drug. I don't even think he's good. He's a high enough class for cocaine. I think he's like pills and shit, like oxys and... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to say it, Mike. One of my favorite skits of all time. Greatest. It might, maybe the Which best. Which one? Um, on the Chappelle show when he was doing the whole... Uh, Rick James? Yeah. Rick James. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, classic. And Rick James classic, would always classic. cut in. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Do you know that that skit revived Rick James's music career that he was able to actually go out on tour I completely believe it he went out on tour with Tina Marie and a couple others Tina um, Marie she was dead a long time ago yeah can't be the, yeah this, this was 2000 dude that is that skit is 20 years, years old yeah. yeah you gotta be kidding me no the mm -hmm. Chappelle show was I like was 90 Michigan when that was out yeah Chappelle show was like I'm gonna have to see a source on that there's I'll no go, way that's two at decades break, at break I'll go get you the DVDs to show you when they were done it's we're, yeah, we're old, Richard. He went out. He went out on tour with like Tina Marie and some other people, and and like literally was selling out the venues because it was Rick James, and he was so popular from that skit at that point. There's no way that skit's twenty years old. It can't be. Two thousand three, January twenty second, two thousand three. It premiered. 
and it only ran for two seasons. And when did Tina Maria die? I don't even know who Tina Maria is. She, what? She, she was like 2014, 2015. It's not as long as you think. Well, we can we can look it up. Yeah, it, it's not important. It's just cocaine was a hell of a drug. Yeah, I still listen to Tina Marie today. 2010. She died in 2010. 2010. So it is it is a while ago. Yeah. I know. We're old, Richard. That's got, amazing. Got to deal with it. I was at the doctor the day, and he goes, "Yeah, I pulled your medical records. I see you're in the hospital seven years ago." I went, "Wow, seven years! Holy fuck!" <sighs> All right, next pick. God, Nick had you had Peyton, right? So I'm next. Yeah. And I did not want to put this on there, but in good conscience, I couldn't not put it up you there. You didn't want to. I but didn't in good want conscience, to. You couldn't not. All because right. of where I'm from, obviously. Ah. Mike, Michael Jordan. Oh. We only get to write in one, Mike. I, well, I, I, fine. I'll put up Nick Lidstrom then. Wait a minute. What do you want me to do? Jordan's not on this list? We didn't do we basketball. We didn't do basketball. Oh. But I just okay. think if we're doing sports yeah, right. as a whole. I, I was thinking the same thing, but yeah. I'm, I'm putting Jordan up there. I don't okay. know why I bother to make rules with you. <laughs> you know how you know how he is about rules. About rules. Yeah, you know how he is about rules. But I say twenty minutes ago, sure we can write in one. <laughs> I, I I can't pick any. Uh, Michael Jordan just makes sense, and it's it's illegitimate if you have a sports Hall of Fame and not have Jordan up there. I I gotta agree with that, and I hate the Bulls. I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you. Right. I I just we didn't do basketball. Right, we didn't. We didn't do basketball. So everybody, so, you know, truthfully, I don't know enough about basketball to have done it. I've never, I, I, I've never watched one second of the NBA. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been like five, what? like it would have, it would have been like five Pistons and no, Jordan. Well, in f- I was lucky enough to grow up in the best basketball era, and that was with Bird, Magic, the Pistons, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Rockets, the Spurs. When everybody was good, the Celtics. I mean, I grew up in the, in my opinion, the best time to be a basketball fan. And, of course, we had the bad boys and Jordan. And, the, I mean, the league was – they beat the shit out of each other back then. It was a man's game back then. It's not anymore. Sure. And I don't watch it these days. It's true. For that reason. Richard? Uh, we're up to number five, aren't we? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I had to get a baseball player in there, so I went with Jackie Robinson. That was my write-in. Yeah. And, and again, he, I mean, you could have gone Willie Mays or Jackie Robinson, but because of what Robinson – you know, when the Black Panther played him in the movie 13? Mm-hmm. Just what he went through off the field. He called him the Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Panther played Jackie Robinson. <laughs> he did. Well, they say Chadwick Boseman. I know. Like, I, I know. Yeah. But, it's, just, uh, it's just funny how it, we relate to stuff. Yeah. It's what he went through off the field, and he did it. I mean, he did it. I, I don't know how he went through what he went through because, you know, he was the first actual uh, athlete in baseball to break the color barrier, but he did it with such class. Mm-hmm. Branch Rickey's uh, famous just, request of Jackie Robinson. I don't need a man who's strong enough to fight back. I need a man who's strong enough not to. Oh, wow. That's strong. That's awesome. But that was my that was my baseball. Yeah, that guy. Han Solo said that. <laughs> don't think so. No, he shot first. In Return yep. of the Jedi, right? <laughs> Return of I the mean, Jedi. I'm pretty he sure. was he was in that movie. Han Solo was in that movie. If I remember right, he didn't hesitate to in, shoot. In uh what, forty two? Yeah. Yeah. Not according to Lucas. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did. I did what Richard just is, did. I did what Richard is. just did. Well done. The recognition. Love it. All right, that was my so that's five. It, right? Yeah, that's that it. was it. Yeah. And okay. because you always bash me for being a homer, I made a homer list. I, didn't bash, I don't bash ah. you for being a homer. I think it's totally okay for being a homer. My, you know what? Fuck you, man. What have I that's ever why, bashed you, know you for what, being you know a what, homer? That's, that's it. That took all sports. of like four seconds before it registered. Yeah, I said, right. wait a minute, man. That's why people love sports, though. I mean, part, Absolutely. Of, part of fandom is being a homer. I mean, if you weren't a homer... What the fuck's the Do, point? Hey, well, Marino is on my list. Why? Because I got to watch him every week. 
I got to see the Bucks and the Dolphins every week because those were the regional games. I didn't get to see. Okay. No, no. I'm, and I'm no, not, I, he's right. He's yeah, right. I, it's, it, it, Howard and, Johnson is right. And because of our age, we didn't have the opportunity to just watch any football game we wanted to back then. Mm-mm. You saw the two games that were on on the weekend, and that was it. All right, so the, this will be just a fun little game that I just made up, and, oh. I, and I'll show you how it goes. Okay. It's called Just the Tip. <laughs> we're, all, we're, we're all from different parts of the country. All right. Born and raised. Yeah, it's true. So me being a huge still a Detroit guy, my Detroit Mount Rushmore is Iserman, Howe, Sanders, Isaiah, and Trammell. Shit. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Richard, you're from New York. Oh, man. On the spot? Off the top of your head. Well, Lawrence Taylor definitely won. Okay, there's one. Um, you want, do you want to take? You want to take a break and have a couple minutes to think about it, and then we'll come back with that list, and we'll do our, our second list to give to give you a moment. Babe oh. Ruth. Okay. <laughs> you didn't see. Uh, you're not that fucking old, bro. Probably Mariano Rivera. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a enough. solid three. Fuck yeah. yeah, it is. Well, I mean, dude, uh, it's New York City. You've got the you've got the Giants and the Jets. You've got the you Mets and the you got a lot from. to pull from. Uh, man. From the Islanders, probably during that time period, like Mike Bossy. Are okay. you a ba- are you a baseball o- fan? O'Brien Trottier. Trottier. Are you a baseball fan? I was. Do not you, anymore. Do you like the the Yankees? Are you a Yankees fan? Yes. Derek Jeter. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd put Jeter up there. I already got two baseball guys. Got you. Trottier is a good one. He is. Um, a good one. Didn't Chamberlain play for the Knicks? And if I'm not mistaken, Trottier is the reason that uh, Steve Eisman picked 19. I think I think Chamberlain played for the Celtics, didn't he? I don't know. I don't much basketball. Chamberlain? I can't remember. That's Wilt, a, that, that's Wilt a Lakers. Lakers. Wilt the Stilt? I, I definitely played for the Lakers. He was the Lakers. Did he? Okay. For yeah. sure. He may have branched I'm, off. You know, the Lakers. you know, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Bill Russell. Bill Russell yeah, played for the Celtics. Oh, yeah. I, man, that's that's pretty good. I'm surprised I can't get one more than one football player in there though. Really? As far as Hall of Fame? Not Phil McConkie? I mean, uh, the, Phil, Phil Sims? Yeah. Phil Sims? <laughs> no, god no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, well, when I played, Joe Namath? Hell no. He so shouldn't man. even be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, man, I, 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 I'm not, not going to argue with you, but he is he is the most iconic Jets quarterback that they've ever had. No question. The Absolutely. Man, I don't know, man. Really? I got four. I got four. Think he, There's one more hockey player that you have to be able to pull from. From that era? From just New York I mean, from New York? Think captains. Mark Captains? Oh yeah, well he did finish his career with the Rangers. Yeah, want to come? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he did. Being from out in '94, there you go. It's got to be easy, man. Elway and Terrell Davis, those two. Yeah, I mean they're they go together. Uh, Larry Walker for the Rockies, probably the best Rocky to ever play. You you could argue Todd Helton, but I'd, I'd say probably Larry Walker, um, who's going to be a Hall of Famer, by the way. Nice. Larry Walker is getting inducted, finally. Long it's harder overdue. to get in the fucking Baseball Hall of Fame than it is to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Larry their, Walker their process is stupid. Nick, I hope you say this one guy I'm thinking of. Uh, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh, that was there the one. Go. Gotta yeah. be Patrick you have, Waugh. You have to. And then uh, this one really is just more, uh, you know, kind of had a little Lawrence Taylor moment in him uh, back in Super Bowl 50. Uh, Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Good enough. Guys. Strip sack. So I guess uh, I guess mine would be Marino, Leroy Selman. Oh great! Oh yeah, 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 great for sure. Um, because it, um, I'm I'm going to dip into college as well. Deion Sanders. Yep. Uh, from Florida State, and I also probably got to put uh, probably got to put Char- I probably got to put work done. I think I would put work done ahead of Charlie Ward just just because and with the Bucks, and um, Derek Brooks. 
for the for the <laughs> for the bucks wow. and the and the and the and the Seminoles as well. <laughs> well, you didn't have to go that far either, man. No. That was a solid five. Yep. Yeah, and there's <laughs> and sure. there's I mean, as 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 pitiful as the Bucks have been throughout their careers, man, they have had their their history. They have had some really good players. Yeah, and, including and, Steve and Young. And you can you can yes, who was garbage with the Bucks, but. That wasn't Steve Young's fault. That was the team was sucked. Yeah. Which you can relate to being a Lions fan, and I'm not saying that to rub it in. It's just oh, some Eastwood. of the yeah, some of the greatest players in history have played for the Lions between the you know Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, and and you still we still can't seem to yeah be can't, good. Can't figure it out. All right, take right. a five minute break, empty our bladders, and get something to fill them up. We'll be right back. Yeah, let's go. Empty bladders is right. Okay, so time for a new promo. Uh, we have uh, guests, friends. Stalwarts of the show, Richard and Nick here. Pillars. They are both trying the not water barbecue sauce for the first time. Tell me what you think, Richard. I like them. I like the fact that it's sweet. Also, it's got a nice little kicker at the end. Yeah. Right? Because I'm feeling it now in my, my throat. Yep. Back. Right. So, you know, I've actually been lucky enough to have this before because Mikey brought me some. And uh, I got to be honest with you, man. It, it It's great. It stands up to the heat really well. So if you're throwing some chicken uh, on a stovetop or on a grill, whatever. You know, you just based it on there towards the end. And like I said, it, it does stand up really well to the heat. So, I mean, it's great to cook with, and it, it, it tastes awesome. It, it, incredible. Yeah. It's better than anything I have in my fridge right now. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the best barbecue sauce I've ever had. And on top of that, they just announced this past week that they have a new rub called the Sweet Heat Rub, which I got to get my hands on some of it soon. So if you guys if you guys want any of this stuff, go to notwaterbarbecue.com, K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. That's not water with a K. Use the code FIGHTING10. You get 10% off your order. If you order over $50 worth of material, it's free shipping. So get together with your buddies, chip in, save yourself 10 bucks on shipping. They have shirts, barbecue sauce, pepper sauce, rubs. What am I missing? The only, the only thing you're missing is... If, when you do buy some and you do order some, make sure you read the story on how this barbecue sauce was born on the bottle. It's incredible. Yep. And you won't find anything like that anywhere else. Not and water. It, Sorry. And, and it's made in the United States. Yep, it is. Notwaterbarbecue.com. Uh, Thank you for supporting us, guys, and support them because they support us. Peace. It's right there. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you don't like it, you can blow me. <laughs> And we're coming in from the break with a you can blow me. I love it. Okay, so the second half of our show today is going to be top five inventions slash accomplishments by Americans. Accoutrements. 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 Look at the band. See? Great minds. I don't have one. (laughs) I'm going to go borrow one. Um, Okay. uh, Who wants to go first? Who's excited about their list more than I am? Let's let the guests start. We'll just okay. start with Nick, and we'll work our way around the table. Sure, 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 I, sure. So for my top five uh, achievement, accomplishment, invention, what have you, uh, it, the this one, we wouldn't have a modern world without it. You wouldn't be able to listen to us right now without it. Uh, think about what our society would be like right now without a lot better. the internet. The internet was something that was... Uh, Al Gore, right? Oh, yeah. In his yeah. basement. Uh, it, it's one of those things, man, that it, it goes back to the military, not surprisingly. Uh, DOD. The, the concept uh, works its way through, and then in the 80s, it, it really starts to flourish. And then in the 90s, it's, it's brought to the public, and it, it revolutionized the way we live our life. Uh, again, if you're listening to us right now and you're in your car... Thank the internet. 
right? If you've ever watched anything off Netflix or it, hell, if you've been a teacher and used the internet in a classroom, I, you know, when I was looking this up, I, I saw this today. 90% of US classrooms have access to the internet today. I mean, that's just phenomenal when you think about the amount of information you're able to access right away. You know, we, we walk around with the Library of Alexandria in our pockets because of the internet. I mean, it's just one of those um, inventions slash accomplishments, man. You, you, can't, you can't imagine our life today without it. Just out of curiosity, where the fuck do you have to live that you don't have internet? Uh, there's probably plenty of Some places in, in Kansas, this, but but you could you can get it through satellite now. Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah, if, no, you can. You can get satellite internet. I mean, you've been able to get it for years. It's expensive, but you can get it. I mean, so if you're living at the top of the Blue Ridge, yeah. But True. yeah, yeah, the That's, internet for me that that one. would be there was there was a lot of things that involved what you're talking about there that there was a rabbit hole that I could have went down. You know, this led to this, led to this, led to this, right. like right. most inventions do, it, but. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Not good. One. I mean, think about it. With no internet, you still got to go down to Todd X to get your porn. That's I mean, true. you have to get in the fucking car. That's Who, not an easy you know trip what? on well, Fowler either. Fuck that. What I'm thinking too. I mean, imagine you know if if all this shit going on in our world right now was happening without the internet. How many people have ordered off Grubhub or Instacart or ordered things off Amazon? You name it. Amazon has doubled their profits in the last four months. Doubled. That's not a mistake. No. Yeah. You know, so you wonder how different, uh, how much worse our economy might be if it wasn't for the internet. I mean, it, it's just a vital, vital piece. Especially of for businesses. Today. Oh, man. With the ability to open up and sell stuff with restaurants hey you can put your order on you just put your order online and we'll get it to you right. we we talked about that yesterday with my dad and my and my ash or ash and and my son we were talking about it the internet is about to put brick and mortar um uh, buildings yeah oh, uh, it, businesses it's coming. out they're putting it's they're put them out of business because countryside mall right right up the road from us when was the last time you went countryside mall honestly right before everything closed down yeah me you, too you go on a regular basis no 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 just occasionally i i how There's, many times? How many times a year do you go? Would did like before this happened? How many times a year would you go to the mall? Handful, like five or six. More than yeah. that. For remember, me, more remember, than that. Remember when we were a kid? You got to go to the mall on Saturday. Holy shit! Let me get my clothes on because we're fucking rolling, right? The mall was our Saturday. I, I probably go twice or three times a month. We Absolutely. were we were mall rats for real before. I I can't tell you the last time I went to Countryside Mall. I can't tell you. I can't tell you either. And if I did go there, it was to eat. It wasn't for. It wasn't I can tell for, you that sure. if you do go, there's a Cinnabon there now. What the fuck are we still doing here? Because it's let's, closed. Let's take this oh, no, bitch it, mobile. In fact, that's how. I mean, a that just 3, shows you. Three thousand calorie treat. Those things uh, are heaven on earth. I know they're, but they're insanely. And I'm so fat. glad they're hard to get to. They're ridiculous. The, the one point. in the one in Orlando at Universal. That thing is the size of a trailer wheel. You know what else Universal has that's better than Cinnabon? Voodoo donuts. Butterbeer. Oh. oh, butterbeer. The butterbeer is. Voodoo Donut is Voodoo Donuts hell, hell is of off the, the fucking chain. Hell of a place. Have you Crazy. ever been to Voodoo Donuts? No, Mike. No. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's good. It's, it's good. It's, it's it's worth a trip. And they put they list. put they put stuff on a donut that you're like, there is no fucking way I should eat that. And when you eat it, you're like, can I have eight more? <laughs> they were on Man versus Food. Yeah. It shouldn't ah. work. It shouldn't work. It shouldn't. It makes no damn sense. Right. And then you try it, but like, it works. Eh, yeah, All right. Good. To quote Nick, we gone way past the top five. Next, no. Richard. Uh-huh. 
don't well, need, some I don't, of these, some I don't of these, shit today, Richard. Yeah, some of these I'm not even going to comment on, man, because if you don't get it, I just there's nothing else I can okay. do for you. But uh, I stopped at start at number five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, number five was skyscrapers. Okay. All right, Beauty. clear American invention. Beauty. Absolutely. And what it did for not just you know um, office buildings, commercial, but you know retail and residential. Residential. And, a, and allowed, yeah. Now you know, think about it, man. You can live in a skyscraper in a residence, but yep. what it allowed for cities to become, grow, and expand. You know, it's you didn't have to build out anymore. Now you could build yeah. up. Yeah, put a lot of changer. Yeah, change everything. So yeah, America skyscrapers can't get more American. And than if you don't, if you don't appreciate what skyscrapers can do, take a trip to downtown Philadelphia sometime, or a place like that, or New York, where, where you've Chicago, got where you've yeah. got two stories, and they're right on top of each other because that's just how they built back then. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, Good I mean, one. Shit, look at New York City. Yeah, New York City, Chicago. They're known one, yeah. for some of those. Sears Tower in Absolutely. Chicago, Absolutely. the Renaissance Center in Detroit, which is the home of GM. Um, the, the, yeah, it's a good call. Love it. Um, my number five for accomplishments is the space program for the United States. Absolutely. Um, if you look at where we've I mean, gone eh. from when, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from uh, Kennedy wanting to put a man on the moon for us landing on the moon, which. To back up what Nick was just saying a minute ago, they landed on the moon with less technology that's, or, Can that's I speak in our to cell that? phone. Can I speak to that? We went to NASA four years ago, and the guy giving the tour, we went to the room that launched, you know, was responsible for the Apollo uh, right. uh, missions. And the guy said, literally, he said that anyone holding a cell phone, one of those new smartphones, you have more power in that phone than this entire room. It's it's mind boggling. And the to computer me. that they used to do that was bigger than it was. It was in oh like yes. a, a warehouse room. Right. Yeah. It was huge. Um, well, go ahead, Mike. So I mean, we we put a man on the moon of numerous trips to the moon, International Space Station, which is still, if you think about it, is incredible that 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 is a fully functioning. I know it should space exist, station. Yeah. Like it's one of the greatest multi country co ops ever. Ever. It, like, Probably it, the, and, yeah. and it's not even close. Yeah. I mean, just phenomenal. And it shows you what happens when countries can work together. It's insane. No, they've got they've got rioting up there right now can too. Step out amongst the stars. They ran out of they ran out of tang. Wow. We have can you imagine that? a studio building up in space that's because true. of what countries were able to do. Yep. But that's true. It's still our baby. Um, the Hubble telescope, which now lo- allows us to look into other galaxies, and it's Let's just, just see Uranus. I mean, this, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know. Come on, you know there had to be some juvenile it humor here. One. There it is, baby. There it is. Um, it. And then we even landed a remote control car on Mars. Uh, it's the, our space program has done incredible things, and I, for the fact that what what we've done and where we've started. Which, in the grand scheme of things, 69 was not that long ago. Hell no, man. It's crazy to think what Last we could night. do 100 years from now. Last time they just won the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. You guys, you guys missed it. 69 wasn't that long ago. It was last night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Not when she hears this episode. <laughs> so, that's my number five. All right. My number five, you guys are going to laugh at me. And the reason I put it on here was because of when it happened, was video games. They were invented by Thomas J. Goldsmith and Essel Ray Mann. Would you like to take a guess at when the first video game was made? 72. 69. Both of you, not even close. The, the first, first video, video game? Video game. The first video game you mean that you could purchase? That you could play. 
that you could play. Yep. I uh, see that. Pong, see? Pong notice, right? Notice he didn't answer the question. The first video Purchase. game was made in 1948. What was it? It was a CRT that had a projectile of a, or a projection of a missile on it, and you had Etch-a-Sketch controllers. And they would take at the like top asteroids. Of, they would no. They would take it was like missile command. Missile command. They would take and tape a picture of like an airplane at the top and the missile. You could control the missile left and right, and it would run it up, mm. and you had to control it to hit it. It was too expensive to make to uh, to sell to distribute, but they had four of them, and they called it the uh, uh, the cathode ray two fun machine. I think they called it. CRT. Ni- yes, CRT. It was ni- nineteen forty eight, but it was the First playable interactive video game. And the purpose of the game was to blow up a plane with a missile? Yeah. <laughs> was this guy Middle Eastern by chance? No, he was American. Thomas J. Goldsmith. All right. Goldsmith. That's crazy. And Essel Ray Mann. Yeah. Just right. be, just be, I mean. Hey. Listen, where would our life be without video games, right? I, <laughs> we all well, not have to mention one. the money behind it, too. Oh, for real. Yeah. We all have them. We all play them. And we all love them. Amen. It's... It's it's what I do when I get home and I want to just chill out for a little while and turn my head off. Yep. I Absolutely. was just amazed that it was 1948 because me, I was thinking Pong. I never would have yeah, guessed what that. The heck, oh yeah, man. I would. I would not have gone past like the late 60s. Now apparently, yeah. apparently the first commercial, commercially manufactured, distributed game console machine was 7172. Yes, and it was basically Pong at yep. that point. Yeah. Sadly enough, I played it. I played Pong. Yeah, it we was all a did. Console this big that you Absolutely. plugged into the back of the TV, changed it from TV to game or yep. whatever, and you had a dial. <laughs> Boop. Yep. Boop. I got bored with Pong Boop. so quick, so fast. Yep. Because it was either too easy because you use a regular size panel, right. or it was too hard because of the small the small paddle. It was now, just, I, it both was. And now look where we're at. Yeah. And now look where we're at. Damn, I, man, I can put man. a helmet on and be Iron Man if I want. Where I can't kill anybody in Call of Duty. It's crazy. So my next one, this was really, it wasn't necessarily an individual accomplishment or an individual uh, invention. It was more of a, a movement, really. Uh, and I would say, for me, at number four, I would say the jazz era, right? And the reason huh. I put that on there is because it's really the beginning. It's a, the creation of American pop culture that's meant to be exported right okay yep so when you look around the world today just for example you know when my wife and i we went to germany last year even though we're in a foreign country it didn't necessarily feel all that foreign everything from because of american influence yeah exactly Hmm. everything from the clothes they're wearing Hmm. the stores they're shopping in right the music that people are listening to uh, it, it, yeah, they're listening it, to Wham over there right now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're 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 about Wham. forty years behind. Um, but really, the jazz era starts to create th- this mass consumer culture, right? This this party culture that we have today, and, and I I would say that era in particular, that nineteen twenties, thirties, that's when you really start to see modern America, right? So that that just kind of that whole era. Well, you went from the Roaring Twenties there where you had the big swing parties and the jazz parties, and then you ended up in the Depression, and then you ended up in a war where we had exported basically everything Everything. everywhere. So, yeah, good. Fair enough. Fun music trivia. Germany's least favorite band. Wham? Who? No. Beach Boys. Really? 
Yeah. Why? Because two American? Because of America. Oh, all, right. all right. Normandy, Richard. Normandy. Normandy. I don't Remem- get the connection. Remember it. Beach Boys. Oh, Normandy. Jesus D-Day. Christ. Jesus, right. dude, you got to step up if you're going to be right. in this room. <laughs> I was thinking France. You Nick said Normandy. Right I thought France. I didn't uh, think of beaches. No, I was, yeah, yeah. It was straight yeah. Nazis. Damn it. Nazis. All right. All right. All right, my number four. Uh, I again, I don't have something. to explain why this is number four, but uh, you guys, any, whoever wants to guess it first, this man had over a thousand patents. Edison. And he invented the most famous? The light bulb. The light bulb. Yeah. Because literally it just brought us to that, yeah. you know, we can yeah, do hey, everything we did at night. I mean, in daytime, we can do it at night. Now. Hey, we're, free, we're freezing over here. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, that's exactly. A, that's a that's a, a family, family guy. guy joke. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, stink, love we stink. We stink. We stink over here. Yeah, yeah. I know. I have to live across the street from you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. So that's my number four. Richard's presentation is magical. Like he, here's mine, and if you don't like it, kiss my ass. <laughs> Moving on, Your Honor. Do I have to explain the light bulb, <laughs> your, your man, honor, and what it's done? I, I mean, just, really? I, yeah. I, I'm not knocking it. I love it. It makes me happy. It was, you know what, I, this was, this is one of those things too where we went through it and I knew, like when we did last year's, we, I, I knew who was going to pick, which ones were going to get picked. I kind of stayed away from them. But if you, if you like look at the greatest accomplishment slash whatever that we're doing here and, and we, no one considers the light bulb. I mean, just think, just think about what, if they, if, if old lady Leary would have had a light bulb in her barn instead of a, a an oil, an oil exactly. fucking lamp, wouldn't, Chicago right. wouldn't have burned to the ground and that's created right. the need for skyscrapers. How about that? Look at that. Look cause, at me fucking cause and effect. Remember, remember how I said I was too dumb to use a shovel? I was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why we're <laughs> the only one that thinks that. That's why we made bulldozers. <laughs> only thing better than the light bulb is air conditioning. Mm. We can all agree there. Um, was that an American invention? Yeah, I believe it was. Was it? I don't know. Um, Maybe somebody num- has it. My number four was way back in the year 1635 in Boston. Of Damn. All places. The birth of public education. <laughs> That's a fantastic pick. That is, um, we were the first oh country to institute public, inst- uh, public education. It was the Boston Latin School. It was only for boys at the time. Um, and then it would later spawn into what we know now today, which is K through 12. And that started here in the United States. Point, Damn. Point, point of order. Um, history didn't start until 1776. Everything after, before that yeah. was a mistake. <laughs> Thank you, Ron Swanson. Thank you, Ron Swanson. God damn it, I love this country so much. <laughs> yeah, but uh, public education is just such a joke. I, I'm kidding. Lately. That's what everybody says. Yeah, I, I when I saw that, I'm yes. like, man, that that is that's kind of a big deal. That's, that's a, a that's pretty a good, major major step. That's a good pick and pull. Yes, like that. I get it. Okay. Me number four, the microwave oven. Yeah, mm. definitely. You know, it was discovered on accident, right? Hot I did pocket. not know that. Hot pockets everywhere, cheering by Madame Curie, wasn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> Percy Percy Spencer. That was my second guess. They were working with um, they were working with the rays that a microwave uses, and he realized that something melted his chocolate bar in his pocket, and started kind of digging into it. Was uh, he in the microwave? <laughs> no, no. It was this was this. You, That's no, what spawned the idea. Clearly, yeah. the uh, waves were raising. Yeah, the man. Guy, How does that happen? The guy worked. At, the guy worked at Raytheon. Was well, it's, it's the same way with it's the same way with like um, 
like the, the equipment that I used to work on in the Marine Corps with the avionics. You, you have stuff that emits these waves, and mm. they were trying to do stuff with it. And it was and it was at Raytheon. And it had it to do with healthy. it had to do with aviation. It's That's not, probably why he never had kids. It's it's not. You know that in my shop in the Marine Corps, ninety two percent of the babies were girls. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, well, is, you're, working, you're working with radio waves and, and frequencies and stuff like that. You're getting some shit cooked. Um, That's so why they're so much smarter than us, right? So Percy Spencer realized that the chocolate bar in his pocket had melted, and when he started researching it, everybody was telling him, "Yeah, we've noticed that before, but we're too scared to dig into it." So he started using the device that had melted the chocolate bar to heat his lunch up every day at work. Raytheon told him they loved his idea. And they paid him $2, their standard rate for, for inventions, and he never received a royalty. Wow. He never received a royalty. Now, I have worked for Raytheon. Yes, you have. And the only shittier place <laughs> that you can work in the fucking world than Raytheon is Lockheed Martin. And you can both put one of my nuts in your mouth and suck it because I fucking hate you both. Guess what? Can confirm. Mm, mm, mm. Guy invented guy invented something that is literally changed the way the entire world cooks. Sure. It got two bucks. You know what? He was able to buy another one of those chocolate bars. <laughs> At least one. Right? At least one. At least Fuck. One. Wow. That's my number four microwave oven. Wow. All right. Wow. That that's good. Wow. That's very good. My number three is the Ford Model. God, mm. I almost put that on there. Yeah, I almost. So did. the Model T, uh, a lot of people think, oh, you know that that was the first car. It wasn't no, the first it was car. Not. It was not. Not it, even it close. It was the first mass-produced motor vehicle. And uh, again, without the Model T, we're not having this conversation today. You know, we, we live all over the place. I'd we, still be walking here. We'd still be walking. Man, I'd, I'd have had to start walking last night around 2 in the morning. I would have been riding a donkey. Right. I, you know, it, it just changes the way the world works, and it, it connects people uh, in a much more meaningful way. Uh, you're able to go and do and experience so much more of life uh, because of the motor vehicle. So, yeah. I have to ask this question real quick, and you'll understand why later. So, is it the car itself? That's what you that that's your the accomplishment invention. Are Are you saying is it the car, or the assembly line? Yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay. Son of a bitch. That's oh. what I, That's what I'm asking. Because is the yeah. car an American invention? The, assembly line is. The assembly line is. But I don't know about a, a car. I'm I'm saying the Ford Model T. Okay. By Henry. It okay, was fair enough. Ford. Okay, it fair was enough. The first mass produced, and there was millions of them made. Do you remember how much they cost? About what two hundred four hundred dollars? Two hundred and fifty dollars. I was going to yeah. say four hundred. How much yeah. it cost? Yeah. Which? Well, shit, I've got big, that big chunk of change back then, but still, yeah, that I it's still I almost put that on my list. Yeah, it, it, it allowed people to uh, uh, again expand their horizons. Things like suburbs don't exist without true. the Ford Model T. You right. Couldn't. You couldn't well, the have car, the life we have today. The car was just itself, and then to make it readily available, which is a huge accomplishment, completely changed everything in society. Because, again, I'm going to refer to downtown Philadelphia. When you go to, to like, south side of Philadelphia by where the stadiums are in, the, in the, Italian, the Italian area, there is no parking. Zero. There is no parking. It is very common to see cars triple parked in sure. Philadelphia because yeah, it these was houses built before cars. Exactly. These houses are built. They're on top of each other. They have little alleyways between them that cars won't even fit behind. And I don't mean alleyways between each unit. I mean alleyways from like front to back that you can basically basically put your garbage in and then pull it out front. And there's no parking spots. You try to go to the Seven Eleven that they put on the corner. There's a parking spot. 
And so, yeah, yeah. you're right. And oh, it's it, I was freaked out the first time that I drove oh, through I Philadelphia. Imagine. It scared I'm the shit sure. out of me. Boston's very similar. 20 seconds, I was going the wrong way down mm. a, a one way yeah. and ran a red light. <laughs> hey, bad. Who hasn't? But fuck it, it was Philly. Who gives a shit? That's true. <laughs> the city of brotherly love. They don't. Not. <sighs> All right, so it's your number three. Uh, the integrated chip. The microchip? Uh, well, yeah, you can say that. But you know what it allowed is you took a, a room full of computers yeah. that were like eight feet tall and six feet wide, and you reduced it to a postage stamp. Yes, yeah. that that it's it it is technically the, the nickname is microchip, but it's yes, huge. it is called it. It's called integrated it's circuit. Yeah, integrated chip. The ice, the ice, the ice, the integrated yeah. integrated the size circuit. Of that the right. scope of that. Yep. Right. We go ahead and scratch that off right there. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I, mean, had, if I have to explain it, man. I, I had guess. a bunch of things that I didn't want to go into. I just wanted to throw them out at the end, but since you, I figured that people would have them. So. The IC, yeah, Good Mikey. Um, I'm just gonna piggyback off Nick because I had it too. Was the internet. Um, don't have too much more, but just to expand it, to, which is crazy. There's no official live date. Nobody can say on May 1st, 1985, that the internet went live. I'll, uh, I'll tweet Al Gore when we're done here and find out um, uh, when the date is. Funny fact about Al Gore on this as well, but I'll get to that. There's a funny fact on Al The idea was born in the 60s to have a, compute, a computer-connected system throughout the country to share information. And the very first places that were to have it was the government in academic institutions. Yeah, the government created it. Right. Yeah. It was it's, DOD, um, wasn't it? It Correct. was not it was not DOD. It's, it was something else and I can look it up in a second, but it was like a it was a commission that was set up by the government to investigate and they and wanted it for yes. yes but for, the DOD wanted it for tactical reasons. Yes. yes. Yeah, we know why the DOD um, wants anything. Yeah. Pornhub. It's obvious. Exactly. Duh. <laughs> um, you know that that is one of the top 20 most visited websites on the internet? Is easy. Pornhub? Easy. You're welcome. <laughs> um, America. <laughs> um, fun. Al Gore, I mean, uh, th- it's oddly been a joke for, for that long, but it is not on record anywhere of him saying that he created it. He's just always been a very big, avid supporter of it, which I thought was pretty interesting because when I saw that, I'm like, there's got to be something. I remember somewhere. him saying something because I watched the video where he says, We. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's what it boiled down to, but the actual act of Al Gore saying he invented the internet never happened. It just spurned from that. Yeah, but I, I do remember him saying something about we and then at the ground floor, something like that about the internet. He was just a very big, avid supporter of Man. it. So, there you go. Number three, the internet. Okay. I, Great pick. Bish? Yep. Vamp for me for just a second. I'm almost there. Hold that's on, what, I'm trying that, to... That's what she said. <laughs> funny yeah i'm pornhub buddy no yeah you're I'm, not, I'm not on pornhub. <laughs> okay the internet the internet was invented by the internet protocol suite of the national science foundation okay. and then in parentheses the u.s government yeah okay and i'm sure but, there but for for the u.s government to use to kill people so yeah military reasons and and, and and instead of killing people, instead of killing people, they just cause a lot of carpal tunnel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and welcome. Okay, number nice three. One. It's funny. I thought Mike was going to take it because he mentioned it a little while ago. Number three is vapor compression refrigeration. Huh. Okay. God Eight, bless it. Yeah. Oh, fucking a. Eighteen oh five. Literally was, couldn't live here without it. My my mother did. My my mother grew up in Plant City, Florida, and they had no air conditioning. I I'm gonna tell you what, just put um, put, put a bullet through my head. Wow. Fuck that. But yeah, it was a fan in every room. Yeah, when you're done, I have a 
no, uh, not, support a story supporting that. Go ahead. Not even a fan, dude. They didn't. They no didn't electricity. Have yeah, they had electricity, but they oh. couldn't afford fans. They were fucking uh, poor. Uh. Okay, so 1805, it was designed by a man named Oliver Evans. He designed it, but he never built it. He never grabbed. He never grabbed the patent. In the 40s, another man, um, I can't remember the name. In the 40, 1840s, he revised it a little bit. He got the print, and he actually patented it. But the first actual operating air conditioner was designed by a doctor in the Florida Everglades in the late 1840s to help cool the air so his patients with yellow fever would be more comfortable. Mm. And then it, and he, what he, what it basically, it, he made an ice maker uh, out of it, and then it just went on from there to the refrigerators, to the air conditionings. But, but, the, the, but the principle of, of compressing it and then the expansion with the coils, with the condenser coil and everything, was uh, 18, 1805. You can't argue with that one, man. Growing up in Michigan, obviously, winters are brutal and stuff, but you know, a lot of people that have never been up there, I know you have, or what, in that region in the summer, mm-hmm. it's just as bad, if not worse, than here in the two yes. months of july and august it is it's gonna be hot it's stagnant there's no ocean breeze that we get here um growing up my dad never wanted to have ac didn't want to put it in makes sense because they're both from hell but anyway <laughs> the rooms that we had god damn it <laughs> my bedroom had the old style wood windows that would crank out yeah yeah but wouldn't drop down or nothing so the cir- the circulation in our house was absent so there was nights where I would fall asleep with a fan and just wet washcloths because the humidity and the heat is just brutal. In our house, had no circulation. Brutal. And and to piggyback on that, in the northern area of the country, and you know being from New York, um, and maybe you do, I don't know about Denver because it's a little bit newer, there was not even a requirement to build new homes until about 20 years ago with air conditioning in them, even for, for areas like... You know Massachusetts of the Northeast and Michigan and stuff like that because it was something that was only required for like you know a, a month a year or, or two months a year. So there's a lot of houses that are less than 40 years, 30, 20 years old that don't have air conditioning in them because you don't really need them. Me, I don't know how you do it. I, I, I don't. I, I, I fuck it. I remember one year I bought my parents a ceiling fan for their bedroom for their anniversary as just a gift. Dad made me take it back. I'm not putting that shit up. Wow. I would have done it for 80 bucks. Right. Yeah. God. Made me take back the ceiling fan. Because my mom had always mentioned, you know, it's fucking hot and stuff. So I'm like, oh, ceiling fan. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Don't want it. Don't want it. Take <laughs> your shit out of here. <laughs> Get it out. Mike, when this episode's over, I'm going to give you a hug. <laughs> no, no. I hate need it. That, I, that's that's dude, fucking wrong. I have great stories. I, that what, is what, wrong. What can I say? That is wrong. I don't know if that's a great story. That made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just why I love AC. (laughs) And that's why I love AC. The heat. I was born in it. Molded Molded by it. it. Speaking speaking (laughs) of AC. I see the light till I was already a man. Speaking of AC. Nothing to me but blinding. No, that's all right. We're all old enough to remember cars not having, it wasn't wasn't standard. Yeah. Oh, the old trucks. Cars. AC, right? Yeah. Pull the window down. Yeah. Yeah. Drive fast. Stick your head out the window. There's your AC. That's it. Yep. That's that's rough in Florida too because the little triangle window. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay driving down the road, but the second you got to stop at that red light, red light. Forget it. Yeah. You're you're getting crazy fast. All right. Number two. Nick. Number two. So for me, um, this was the culmination, really, of Thomas Jefferson's dream. 
right? When, when Thomas Jefferson becomes the president of the United States, one of the first things he does is commission a westward journey to Lewis and Clark, right? Find a way to the ocean. No, right. you said that wrong. It was Chris Farley and Matthew Perry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. What kind of history book are you reading? You've never seen that movie? <laughs> no, I can't. That's say he's, I he's the movie. He's Almost, doing the movie. It's a movie called Almost Heroes, yeah. and it's in. And the principle, the basis of it is, is that they were the, they were the backup plan to Lewis and Clark. Mm-hmm. Right. So they sent Lewis and Clark, but in case Lewis and Clark didn't make it, they sent Chris Farley and Matthew Perry. Yeah, that sounds like it's nobody saw watch. the movie. Yeah, it, it wasn't but, but, great, yeah. but I mean, Chris, it, anything yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah, it, yeah, Chris Farley's worth watching. It's not a great movie, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sure. No, no, no problem. Um, so anyway, right? Thomas Jefferson sends those men west to find to find a way to the ocean, right? And then you know you move it forward to Abraham Lincoln and the expansion of the railroads and you know the transcontinental railroad and trying to connect this country, bind it together, try to find a way to make this one giant landmass a single country. Uh, and then under Dwight Eisenhower, that that dream is finally realized. Uh, with the interstate highway system, you know, just just think about this for a second. How how unique it is for our country. You could right now hop on the interstate and drive all the way to Maine. You could drive all the way to California, right. all the way to Washington. You, you drive anywhere you want. Right. Right. And, and, and thanks it, to the Model T without papers. It, it, Again, I, I was telling Mike, well, we'll a, a lot of the stuff on my list had a theme of, of making the world smaller, right? Of, right. of connecting things in, in a meaningful way. And, and the interstate highway system, think about our economy today. How much of our economy relies on the interstate? And has All, relied on it with trucking and shipping and distribution. Actually, yeah. it's in the Constitution. It, it would commerce. devastate our economy today if we all of a sudden lost the interstate system. Drones, right? Let's go drones. Let's go, drones. Just yeah. drone it. Uh, but yeah, you know the interstate system, the the way it revolutionized our economy. Uh, that 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 has to be one of our greatest. That, well, accomplishments. I, I agree, and it's got to be the largest public works project ever. God, it would make sense. It it's, to this day, it still kind of blows my mind a little bit. I could get on I seventy five right here, and take that run that one road all the way home to Michigan. Yep, that's mm. it. And I get off the right exit, and I'm. And I'm back there in minutes. Right. Sure. And think about what that, that one actually road. is. That it's an unbelievable thing. It's one weird. road. It's weird because I remember as a kid, we didn't. 75 wasn't here. I remember them building 75 and bringing it through. So like when you were trying to get from like I grew up out in the Brandon area, when you're trying to get over to Tampa, it wasn't anywhere near as easy as it is now because you didn't have all that. But you're right. It, it's you're right. I mean, you could you can you could take 75 to 10. All the way up to ten, and I think ten takes you all the way through Texas, Louisiana, yeah. Texas, New That's Mexico. How I came back from Texas. Yeah, was 10. yeah. So, you know, yeah. When we drive to New Orleans, we take US nineteen up to ten across, right into New Orleans. Yep. That's it. Two roads. That's it. Yep. Two roads. It's insane. That's nuts. Now, I would like to say, it's a great I, pick. as smart as you are, I disagree with one thing you said there, and you can drive anywhere in the country you want except the autonomous zone up in Washington State. <laughs> you can't You can't drive there. because That's you don't, true. You can't you don't, go to you CHOP. Don't, yeah. You don't have the proper credentials Thanks. to get Dick through can. their security wall. You can't but, get but, CHOP. But you, you, other, other than that, I, you're 100% <laughs> on point. You're fucking brilliant. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing up. 
<laughs> I'm up to me? Yeah, yep. number two. Uh, my number two is, I think, Nick's number four, which was the internet. That was my five. Your five? All right, yeah. yeah. And the, Mikey's the internet. three. Three. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, do I have to say anything about what the internet's done for our lives? Yeah, it's... it's... Yeah. Well said. It's, it's uh, fundamental. On, uh, this is weird because, you know, I, sometimes I ask my son, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you know what he says? An internet? I want to be a YouTuber. Well, who doesn't? You can sit in a fucking office all day and contribute to society. Well, think That's about it. something they, someone can aspire to now. There are millionaires. Millionaires. Legitimate millionaires. And they, what they do is they broadcast themselves doing some stupid shit. Playing video games. And because of the internet. That's correct. There are, there are kids video. that are millionaires playing video games because people that, will watch these kids play millionaires. Absolutely correct. Of course, I, play games. But, you know. I can't complain too much because as soon as you know the shipping in China gets off their ass and we get our camera, we're going to be on YouTube. So you know, there you go. <laughs> Someday. 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 I mean, it's only been on back order for three and a half months. So that's it. I mean, again. Yeah. Now, is there something going on in China right now that might be holding that up? or? <laughs> I, are they filming the new I Batman movie? I wouldn't take movie? anything from China. Well, well, I, apparently, uh, apparently, Chinese, <laughs> apparently Chinese New Year celebration ran along this year, I guess. I don't know. Huh. Isn't that where they're filming the new Batman movie? Yeah. Oh, that's got to be it, right? <laughs> In Hong Kong. And, yeah. It's got to be it. Uh, it it's got to be. I'm, I'm Congratulations. slowing the whole damn thing down. Listen, we, we did talk a lot about the internet, but since Richard brought it up, let's go ahead and discuss why is... Pornhub so popular, but not you, you, you porn or RedTube. I mean, really, why is Pornhub? Yeah, popular? I mean, no, is I mean, that really a question? No, as opposed, as opposed to RedTube or you porn. I mean, why, why Pornhub? What do they offer that the other two don't that make them a top twenty? What? I'm kidding. Let me break this down. <laughs> let's not. Yeah. Yes. Let, let's not. <laughs> All right, you're number two. <laughs> It's the difference between Mountain Dew and Mountain Splash at the dollar store. Mm. Oh, I go. got you. Okay. On. Speaking of Splash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. I just got it. All right. Back on track. Refocus. Uh, number two, United States military. Mm. Arguably now the strongest military on the entire planet. If you look at see what we've come from. Celebrating this wonderful holiday um, from George Washington, the very first infantry in the United States, to now the fleet of ships, tanks, subs, jets, um, the the weapons that we have, the vehicles that we have, um, even the submarines, which which I noted down here. The first sub was built in 1900, which the pictures of it was like, what? People actually were trusting their lives in that thing when they built it. It was built by John Holland, but anyway... Um, the military in general, the fighting force that we have, not to mention the men and women that are in it, um, I, I had to put the United States military on there because it's, right, it's fascinating to look. And speaking of drones, we, we now have legitimate fighter pilots that are drone pilots. That That's their job. Actually, can't you get a ribbon for that? Yes. You can get a ribbon. Well, in, in, in a lot of the forces, you can get ribbons for a lot of shit now. Yeah. No, but I think, yeah, I think you can get one for being... a pilot of a drone they are pilots and they are classified yeah. as pilots yeah. which i mean it it's a different kind of pilot but yeah they're flying a multi-million dollar machine um saving lives and taking lives the good that's, news that's their job the good news is is that when you're flying the drone you can never go into a flat spin and lose your navigator so <clears throat> yeah uh you're preventing a possible loss of a pilot life with a drone <laughs> so there you go number okay. two my number two is off the beaten path a little bit, and it was a three-way tie. 
off the beaten path in a three-way time. Yep. Right. That that sounds like a video that would be on Pornhub. Boom. Uh, I found I found it on RedTube. They took call. they took off Pornhub. <laughs> okay, um the ice cream maker, the cheesesteak sandwich and the chocolate chip cookie. Are Can't all, argue with any are all huh. American inventions. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Ice cream maker was invented in 1843 <laughs> by a, a New England housewife named Nancy Johnson and she, Johnson she yep she lacked the funds to make it so she sold the Howard design Johnson. yeah Rumpf. she sold the design to a Philly kitchen supply wholesaler who was able to mass produce it and satisfy the demand the cheesesteak was invented by Pat Olivieri um, and he sold hot dogs and one day he decided to put shredded beef in his hot dog bun for lunch and a cabbie saw it and asked for one and the next day he was overrun by cabbies looking for this sandwich he built a place called Pat's King of Steaks, which still stands to this day in Philadelphia on the intersection of, I think it's Ninth Street and Pass Young Avenue. And I have been there, and it's glorious. And the chocolate chip cookie was invented in 1930 by Ruth Wakefield in Whitman, Massachusetts. She invented the chocolate chip and the chocolate chip cookies, and she called them Toll House Cookies. Which is oh, which still, is still on today. The package today. That's right. That's awesome. Not, right? Not joking, but. Because what what was her name? Uh, Ruth Ruth Wakefield. Is there any tie to the Baby Ruth candy bar, for to to her in any way? Uh maybe I know that the I know that the person that invented Baby Ruth named it after the child. I think it was their daughter. Yeah, it was a yeah. child. Yeah, I don't remember when the Baby Ruth was invented, but I do think it was before 1930. Single greatest appearance uh, of a Baby Ruth. And I don't know. Caddyshack, yeah. And I don't know why, but I, is Grover Cleveland tied to that story with Baby Ruth? I don't know. I, I have him in, I have him in my head. I'll, I'll research it while Nick does his, his number. Yeah. I, I know that you should, probably shouldn't put inventing food, but I mean, but do they you are like American. ice cream? They're do you like cheesecakes? Do you classic, like chocolate chip yeah, cookies? They are Fucking classic a. American. I mean, that's a meal. Dude, that is a straight up meal. <laughs> you take a two, two or three cheesecakes. Right. Okay, true that's story. Right. I'm in Philadelphia. Uh, working up there with a the company, and we we had these machines, and we had an engine go out, so we had to go up and replace an engine. So I took I took my engine guy with me. We went up there. We stayed in the in the hotel, and we worked like fourteen hour days. We got this engine pulled out. We had like two days left, and it was on a weekend, so the guys weren't working. But we had to wait until the engine ran, the machine ran, so we could test it. So we're sitting there, and my buddy that was with me was from Atlantic City, and he says, "Let's do something tonight." And I said, "Fuck yeah! What do you want to do?" He goes, "I have never been to Pat's." And I said, "Oh shit! What's Pat's?" And he goes, "That's where the cheesesteak was invented." And I said, "I'm in." So we got in the car and we drove down there. Pat's cheesesteak is this old white building that sits here, and it looks like it was built in the '40s or the '50s, which, you know, to this. Right across the street from it, I can't remember the name of it, but um, uh, Gene, I think it's Jeans, Gino's Cheesesteaks or whatever, is this massive new building, and it's got all these Harley Davidson colors, and they're all, they're all militaried out. They've got Marine Corps stickers everywhere, and I said, well, I'm going to have one right there. So we went over there, and we had a cheesesteak, and they used uh, the bun, the, the steak, they used provolone cheese, and you could get mushrooms and peppers on it. We had one, had french fries, it was delicious. So as we're sitting there, I said, what's that place? And he goes, well, that's Pat's. And I said, what's Pat's? And he goes, well, that's where the cheesesteak was invented. So what do you think we did? We walked over to Pat's. We walked over to Pat's. We ordered a (laughs) cheesesteak. Two foot-long cheesesteaks. At Pat's, they put the cheesesteak with cheese Whiz, and you can only get peppers, no onions. Two cheesesteaks. My gut was hurting that night, but it was totally fucking worth it. And if you ever get the opportunity to go to either one of those, do it. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what, just um, 
kind of back to my number four when I was talking about the jazz era and the exportation of American pop culture. When I was in Germany at Oktoberfest, guess what I had to eat? A cheesesteak. A Philly cheesesteak. How about that? They are glorious. And for, yeah. us in, for us here in Florida in this area, Delco's is incredible. It's Good to know. absolutely incredible. All right. So my number one for our top five achievements, inventions, whatnot – um, I don't know how you couldn't say the very country we're sitting in, the United States of America. The greatest experiment ever. 56 men in iron pen pledged their lives and their sacred honors to each other to try and create something from nothing. And they were able to accomplish it, right? They were able to protect their home from the world's most mighty empire uh, that had ever been created to that point. And, and one thing that I find amazing about our founding fathers is that they were also able and willing to admit mistakes. You know, we, we start with the Articles of Confederation. That was an absolute flop. That, that was terrible. And instead of, you know, having uh, maybe even a God complex that you, you could understand why they might think that way and think that their actions were beyond reproach and just stick with the articles and, and write it out, they said, you know what, let's tear it up, let's go back to the drawing board, let's do it again, right? And, and that brings about... You know, things like the American presidency or bicameral legislature. It, it brings about federalism the way that we know it. And in so many things, be it our free market, be it, be it the freedoms that we enjoy every single day of our lives, would not be possible with, without those documents and their willingness to admit their mistakes. Um, you, you know, one thing... Uh, that really always stood out to me. I've always been fascinated by the presidency. And, you know, along the way, we've had some real duds, right? I mean, for, for every James Buchanan or, or Andrew Johnson, uh, you know, every once in a while, you'll, you'll get a Lincoln or you'll get an FDR or you'll get a Teddy or you'll get a TJ or, you know, you'll get individuals like that. TJ Hooker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, TJ Hooker. Famous. Um, without those documents those men aren't given the opportunity to rise to those challenges. So without those documents, with, without the sacrifice that those founders made, nothing on this list is even spoken about, right? So, I mean, it, it all starts from, from the founding. I mean, that, that's got to be for me that the number one achievement and the one thing on that too that you were saying about when it came especially to washington and i hope i don't fuck this up he was the one that had the awareness and the wherewithal to say look as popular as he is and as much as people wanted him to stay in charge not one person should be in charge for too long you're talking you, about washington yeah it's yeah, one of he, the most he went brilliant home. decisions ever made in in u.s politics no washington question. understands the danger that that precedent would set if he died in office. Right. Because we didn't actually have anything written down about how long someone could be president. Nope. That, it was just, that didn't happen until FDR. 
didn't the have the 22nd amendment think about the amount of respect and reverence the entire country had for washington and continues to have for washington to, to think that you know listen we're gonna do it this way because that's how he did it not because it, there's a rule but just because you know what washington served two terms no one's going beyond that right right i mean just just an amazing thing I think it was. I think there was a large part of that that he was just kind of tired too. Absolutely. I mean, he think just, about his, he just his fought, entire life. Think about what his the, life was. Just fought the Revolutionary War as the lead, as the general of the of the Revolutionary Forces, the and then Army. and then he was then he was a president for eight years, and uh, and that that's was that's why it was a yeah. perfect pick. Yeah, he, he was. Home. He was. And then he's like, you know, yeah, he he never sought that power, which made him the. Perfect. I agree. Pick. My opinion, I, I think John Adams would have stayed longer than two terms. Very well. I, I think he was in love with the power. Oh, he he absolutely did love it. Yeah. Thank goodness uh, that he lost to know, Jefferson. He lost to Jefferson. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. you can make an argument was the greatest executive you, we ever. had. You said something there too that strikes me as something that has carried down through the ages about how you know they did the Articles of Confederation and they knew it didn't work, so they were willing to admit they were wrong. Only lasted ten years. That reminds me a lot of our government today when they make mistakes, how they stand up and say, you know what, we messed that up. We we really we really fucked this. That's up. true. They do we, that all the, all the time. All the press conference. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I agree with you. Hey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I think it shows great strength. To admit your mistakes, you know, if you just double down, that doesn't make you look strong, and and that doesn't make your union strong. That that makes you look like a bunch of assholes. And continue on next. Now point, that part the, they the, have nailed. The first line of the Constitution: In order to form a more perfect union. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. Well, it just goes back to what you said when we first started this episode: is the American people have always. Open armed welcome a comeback story. We love it. We the, love it. Yeah, we do. We People love at the it. very America lowest, loves the underdog. We always have and we always will. It's how we it's how we were created. That's we, why that's why we like Kim Kardashian so much. We yeah, it's that ass. No, everybody loves a good comeback story. Oh jeez. Yeah. It's um I mean if you think about it, we were the original comeback story. We had no business winning that war. Thank God for the Atlantic Ocean. Yep. <laughs> okay. So the rumor is that the baby Ruth was named after Grover Cleveland's daughter. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh hold that's on. why I had him in my mind. It, that this the, the popular rumor is is that the, the she came uh, Ruth Cleveland. They came and toured the plant, and they decided to name the the candy bar after her. The fact is. That she died almost 16 years before the baby Ruth was invented and ah. never toured. But guess who was a monster at the time? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Mm. This was invented in 1921, and he was in the heyday of his of his career. So no one has ever said yay or nay, but they're pretty sure that the daughter did not. She had died of she died of um, uh, fucking malaria or yellow fever or something. I'll, I'll find it here in a second. But COVID. She probably. COVID one. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen twenty. <laughs> no, COVID twenty twenty one. In, yeah. in nineteen twenty, Babe Ruth set the record uh, for home runs, breaking his own record by hitting fifty four, and he had more than almost any other, almost every other team in baseball, and he set a slugging average that lasted eighty years. And in twenty one, the Baby Ruth was invented. So, let's we'll go ahead and that's cool. Yeah, that's why his name was. It yeah. makes sense, and it's obvious. I was just curious because of the last name is all right. No, I didn't. I didn't know either. Yeah, Richard, number one. 
uh, before I go to my number one, I want to say Nick's number one is just fucking brilliant. Yes, it is. I absolutely love it because I've always I've always told my students, man, this country is the greatest experiment ever in the history of civilization. Right, and, and I think you do need to state it that way. Yeah, you uh, know, no it, it starts out as an experiment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number one is again, man. If I have to explain this, then I, you know we're we're just two different things, man. But if you ain't smart enough to understand the words coming out of my mouth, then fuck you. This guy. It's <laughs> the internal combustible engine. Yeah. I, again, I, I just don't know what else to say, man. But I can't convince anybody that that isn't probably the greatest invention, notwithstanding Nick's uh, contribution. But well, that was my number one for the change in the battlefields. What was is, the internal combustion yeah, engine? Yeah, I know. It, and it, it is the things that it allowed us to do. Not even transportation in a, in the for work. Look look at you don't have excavators and bulldozers Tractors and trains and, and, and all that stuff. Think about supply lines, man. Yep. Now you had the steam engine, but it was no no no. It yeah. was unreliable and it wasn't. It, it it you were always working. I was like a VW bug. You just always and again I, I I tell my students, man, you want to become a trillionaire overnight? Find a suitable replacement for the internal combustible engine. I said, and you'll be a trillionaire by the end of the week. People have tried, and they always end up in because car it's accidents. so efficient. That's yeah, the right? thing; it's so insanely efficient. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Great that's pick. that's my number one. Great pick. Yeah, and um, probably is no surprise. My number one was winning the Revolutionary War. <laughs> wow! It's I mean it's, it's why we're all here. It's the shirt that I'm wearing. It, it's I mean 1776 obviously was the Declaration of Independence. Kicking Cornwallis's ass at Yorktown, effectively ending the war. Thank you, French. Um, and then you go all the way down a few years to 1783 when Great Britain was forced to recognize us as an independent nation and sign the Treaty of Paris. And this country was born. It's, dude, it, if that doesn't happen, we're not here. Or if we are, we're all sipping tea and eating crumpets. Well, we're here, but we talk differently. Yeah, it's, um, I, it's, the, and I've said it a hundred times. A lot of it's it's why it's my favorite holiday. It, it's it's there, there's just so much meaning in serious implications of this holiday that it's a shame that more people don't celebrate it as much as we do. And it's it's crucial, especially for you guys that have served served in the military. Um, you know that, that that's another accomplishment. And you know it's funny because you know I I always mention Dylan and stuff like that, but this watch is the watch he wore during basic training that he gave me. So. I mean, it, it all stems back to the military for us. And winning the Revolutionary War, this country being born, is is incredible. You just said that because you have an ancestor in the Revolutionary War. I may have a tie to him. <laughs> Once again, buries the fucking lead. Oh, my God, he did. I did. You did. Well, it, it's our, a common thing our, here. I just, he's right. You did bury the lead. I didn't bury the lead because in our very first episode last year that we did for the 4th of July, the... Israel Putnam and Bunker Hill was on the list. It, it was a different yes, type Richard, of list. Yes, Richard, I'm sure. I'm sure stories that you but that told was a last year ago. Year. <laughs> I know that was last year. It's in fact, it's still in the closing thing where he's like like a cat in a litter box. Where Nick says that he says he buries a lead, and I say he always buries something. And Mike's Mike's busy trying to tell the story, and he can't get a word in edgewise. And then Nick goes, "Yeah, it's like a fucking cat in a litter box." It's yeah. I'm proudest. I mean, it's. It is so cool, but it's like one of those things that outside of this room, if I try to tell that story to somebody, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, that's cool. No, not many people get it. Like well, they, They're they, a horse's ass. They, they don't, exactly. They don't explain. Like if, we if, don't care about them. If you were to come out and say Bunker Hill to the common 20 or 30-year-old these days. Oh, yeah. 
do you think they're like, no, what? no? Yeah, what? that's that's the new map on Call of Duty. <laughs> God, it could wow. be. Wow, yeah. Damn it. No, you, I don't even know if you're joking. No, I am joking. That's what they think it was. Is that the new map on Call of Duty? Yeah. Bunker it's, Hill. Um, yeah, in Battle of Midway. What? We've all talked about it. It's it's just an awesome story, and to be in that family bloodline, that's it's incredible. And now your son's part of and it. And I did tons of papers on him. And obviously in high school, I did a, a got an A on a paper in college, which was probably my no, only A that I ever got. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Let him have this. Uh, he knows. Hey, <laughs> listen. That's the other cool oh, thing. Man. I can take all the shit in the world, but I can say because of my family, you're here. Bitch. And I'm not lying, bitch. But yeah, it's it's an awesome story. Bunker Hill, Israel Putnam, all that stuff. Yeah, it's part of the family. It's honestly part of the reason I wanted to get this tattoo on my shoulder. It's it's just awesome. And it I mean I could talk about it all day. It, it's cool and it's relevant. Alright, man. And now my kid's part of it. And now your kid's son's part of it. Bish. Bish. Okay, I learned something doing this. Because when he said the list of when Mike came up with the idea, my number one was immediate. And it was the assembly line. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I learned something. Who invented the assembly line? Who invented it? Well, Ford took it to that level, but did he invent it? See, I thought Ford invented it. I don't think he invented it. He did I not. Always, I always thought he invented it. He as did well. not. No, I didn't think he invented it. Ransom Olds. Oh, of Oldsmobile. Of Oldsmobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Invented the production line. Turn of the century? Uh, 1901. Damn. Now, Dude, it's like he, you were a history teacher. He had, he had the idea, and this was the first car that was used on the production line was the Olds Curved Dash. That was the name of the car. Okay? Um, it was a very popular car. Uh, it, it, it made Oldsmobile because Ransom Olds had the idea, basically sold it to a company. They brought, they made him like, executive vice president, CEO in charge of everything. After four or five years, uh, he was not challenged by what they wanted to do anymore. They wanted to keep doing the same thing. He quit and moved on and formed Oldsmobile. But in 1908, Henry Ford formed the moving assembly line. Mm. And the assembly line was where you had employees at separate stations, Mm. and they would bring the item to you with the parts, and you would assemble it. In the moving assembly line, it brought the part to the employee. It moved it through, and then the employee would do whatever they wanted to do. In 1908, Henry Ford perfected it, and he perfected it on the Model T. Do you know how long it took them to make a Model T in 1908? 27 minutes. 93 minutes. Oh, okay. Damn. 90, Still. Ni- right. Think about that, though. Think about, think about what that meant as far as making a car affordable economical and available it's everything it, it was it was everything and it Man. is used on basically anything that is made today that's manufactured the assembly line is used to make it yeah in some form or another man you'd think with the moving assembly line they would have had any other colors besides black <laughs> right yeah, yeah didn't he famously say you can, can we, have any color you yeah, want as long as it's black as long as it's black oh he said yeah. that he definitely yeah. said that that's crazy. and what else uh ransom holes mm-hmm what else? Since you live in Pinellas County? Oh, I don't know. Oldsmar. Oh, really? Yeah, named after him. No shit. Oh, I didn't no know way. that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Learn no idea. Every day. I, I, I didn't, didn't know, know that, yeah. So I, I thought, I always thought that Henry Ford invented that. Um, I was wrong. I, I, I you know. No, I, I thought he perfected it. I didn't he did. Think he, he did. He perfected it. it. 
Okay, so as I was digging through this, I just had a handful. We're not going to talk honorable about Honorable mentions? Yep. Just gonna I love throw, honorable just mentions. Just throw them out there. Yeah, I um, got a few too. I can't believe nobody mentioned the airplane. I don't know if that's an American invention. The Wright brothers. No, they were the first to fly. I don't know if they invented it. Well, if they were the first to fly, they're the ones yeah. who invented it. Not necessarily. They, they receive credit. They, according okay, to the the they received credit. credit. That's fine. Yeah, they did receive credit because that was almost on the list. Too. It's like Edison. He patented it. I don't know if necessarily yep. invented it. GPS. GPS, absolutely. That was the yeah. Department of Defense. Yeah. It gets me around St. Pete every day. <laughs> right? Amen. I couldn't man. find anything without it. Yeah, Shit. sure. How about film? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Led to pictures, led to movies, led to, you know. Film, or, film or pictures? Film. Film. Eastman okay. Kodak de- developed film, and then okay. it was it was taken to an- another level. Do you know that they were after called this, a- after the American Civil War? Yes. Right. Yes. Eastman Kodak. Yeah. Right. Um, the rotary printing press was an American invention. Made oh. printing significantly made it a lot easier for that type of stuff. Morse code was an American invention. Uh, the air conditioning. Samuel Morse. The personal computer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, the induction motor. Mm-hmm. And um, the circuit breaker. Mm. Put, I had to put that in there because you of, had you know, to, yeah. That is a homer pick. How about that this, man? Are you are you done? Yeah. How about just the greatest invention of all time? Um, sorry, I had one more, but I I don't know. Greatest invention of all time all would time? be uh, of all time ever in the history of civilization. I I, I would go. Be the wheel. I would. It has to be the wheel. It's a, there's no other answer to that. It has to be. I think no, you, I, there I, is another fucking answer, Nick. I think when I, I think when I have underwear. one, you you might not change your answer, but you'll you'll say it's a it's a the definitely wheel, challenge for number one. The wheel is a good one. I mean, he's right. It's hard. That's it's hard to beat. Yeah, it is. I, now I'm I got I got a, I got a, I got one that condoms. No, the printing press. The Gutenberg Gutenberg printing press, absolutely. That that's a big one. Fair enough. It Good brings one. education to the masses in a way that, reading. that never reading the way never, the way that it the way that it, the each yeah, you can invention just impacts the word right yeah absolutely the creation of history right. well the way that they the way that they affected the society in completely different ways the printing press brings about education whereas the wheel makes work well the only reason sure. easier the, sure. the what distinguishes prehistory from history is the is word. writing yeah so anything that's prehistory is no writing. Cave drawings, like before, like exactly. before they started exactly. counting sacks as an actual stat. That's prehistory, right? Say again. Like before what? they started counting sacks as an actual stat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. true. Yeah. yeah. No fair. It's right. weird that they can't go back. Because and... Deacon Jones has like what three sacks, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, even Lawrence Taylor's, in a game. Even Lawrence Taylor's career sack numbers are different because his first season he had nine and a half. They didn't start counting sacks until. Well, his shit! Now they season. do. If you strip the ball from the quarterback, yeah, that's a sack. Stripped, right? yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, man! Give half me a, a sack. Give me a break. So the one that I have, I have another one. Two more on here. I forgot. <laughs> a little The pipe wrench. The pipe wrench. Okay. Nice. I mean, you don't you don't think about it, but think about what it can do. This is my favorite, and they need to perfect this because we don't have enough. Is toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we do. Fully stocked again. Yeah, now you out. can buy. Yes, no, but, thank but you. For I now. mean, for now. I always think about stupid things Amen. like like when you sit down at a table and you go to eat, like let's say a cake. Who decided to put sugar, flour, eggs, milk together and bake it? You know what I mean? It's like I think it was Madame Curie. And, and there, <laughs> and there are there are some weird there are some weird things that go together that that you're like, wow, my God, who who? But it's delicious, much like the United States of America. Yeah, but then you know. You have a guy that says, you know what we should do? We should invent something to help us clean our ass. 
yeah, yeah, you know, I always found those Charmin commercials to be kind of strange. Like With the these, bears? These bears are the bears? jumping around saying, hey, look how clean my asshole is. We had to That's use right. rabbits. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Hell? It's really weird. It is really weird. We're giving you soft paper. We had to use dead rabbits. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple for me. Uh, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. I, I love you. Yeah. Uh, the Panama on. Canal. Oh, wow. The Panama Canal That's cuts huge. shipping time. That's huge. I mean, what? By, you don't have to go around the Cape of Good you Hope? You don't have to do that. I mean, it, it's it's literally tying the world together uh, in a way that, that wouldn't be possible without it. Uh, the cell phone. Yeah. Hey, right. come on now. Without a doubt. Come on. Hey. What are we doing? Like Richard says, if I have to explain it to you. Hey. Yeah. I know. Yeah. If, exactly. if I need to say any more than that. Um, They're not worthy. You know, a, a little bit of a Homer pick here, right? Um, the Jeep, right, created by Willie's Overland. It replaces the horse. Now, that sounds crazy to think, but up until World War II, we had a cavalry of nearly 100,000 oh. horses up until the Second World War, right? Now, we knew we couldn't take those horses back over there again, Right. So we basically put out a contract that within 90 days, someone has to come up with a replacement for the horse. Right. And we come up with the Jeep, the four by four, the Willys Overland um, transatlantic cable. That was another one. Right. It allows yep. us to communicate with Europe in minutes as opposed to days or weeks was that during kennedy uh the transatlantic cable that was that was way back oh wait you before. know who's happiest about that invention the pigeons the pi- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. right i like that yeah just they just all retired went to parks yeah it, you know it, it's just again my whole theme of my list i felt like was trying to find things that made the world smaller Right, transatlantic cable, Weight Watchers, Panama Canal, Jenny Craig. You bet, man. Yeah, absolutely. The Jack Will, Jack Will system, Lane. just so on and so forth. So yeah, those would would kind of be my my honorable Panama mentions. Panama Canal was a huge one, huge. Big. And the fact that Teddy Roosevelt had his hands on that makes it a, a big thing. For yeah, me. to piggyback that, it's not a a huge thing, but to go with the canal and stuff like that are locks. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, the Erie Canal was a, was another. I love that with bagels. The um, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, what Richard said. Okay, Goldberg. <laughs> um, up in Michigan, up in Sault Ste. Marie, up in the Upper Peninsula, there's the Sioux Locks at Sault Ste. Marie. I still to this day can't wrap my head around the fact that a boat has to come in. <laughs> I know. Be raised up to be able to go to another body of water. How they're not on the same plane. It just doesn't make sense. Like I can't. I can't fathom that but what, what's funny to me hurts your brain but what's we fun- would go and watch it yeah. as a kid and i just thought it was the coolest thing in the world it, it is what's funny it's to me awesome. is you say i can't i can't wrap my head around the the putting the water in to make the boat float higher right and you're right what what boggles my mind is that that thing's made out of steel <laughs> and it fucking floats yeah <laughs> it's um like this massive ship would come in it's always the cargo ships and all that stuff it would come in they'd lock it in this thing flood it with water raise it up and then it would go like 
so what happens if these locks aren't here? Like, what happened way back before? Was it just a big, big-ass waterfall? But the elevation is so different that they had to create these locks in order for the ships to go through to get up to that body of water. And I know there's, there's a, several videos on on YouTube about how it's done, and you look at it and you still you look at it and say, I still don't know how they still did doesn't it. make yeah, sense. It still doesn't make sense, right? Exactly. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. But yeah, that was a fun list. That was great. Uh, I again, I cannot thank you guys enough for coming. Thank you very much Pleasure, for giving man. up part of loved, your Saturday. Loved it. De nada. De nada. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, I'm just going to start letting them know when our shows are, and they can come if they want. How's that sound? Doors open. Sounds great. Doors always just, open. Why don't you just put a door in right here? <laughs> oh, that would be so where, cool. Where would, I put, where would I put all that shit? <laughs> Change that wall or that window into a sliding door. <laughs> you could, you could you, do that in a weekend. Oh, 20 minutes. Yeah. Ease tops. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not busy. Uh, I don't really have anything to promote. Check, Please check out our Patreon page if you're interested. Uh, again, 33% of all the donations we get go to support deployed troops. Um, uh, the spread shop shirt, or uh, the spread shirt shop is spread shop. The, the, our, our, our merchandise store is open. Um, <laughs> they got the place where you can buy shirts online. Yeah, yeah, and shirts and cups and glasses and all Thank that you, happiness. Internet. Yep. Uh, Richard, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? I mean, no, I just, I just love being here, man. Okay. Know, really? How about it's just you, Nick? awesome. Same, man. It's, right. just, it's just great to be here with you guys. I don't know if we've said it on the show, but congratulations. The little one. When, when's the little one supposed yes. to be here? Uh, yeah. So baby Demi is due October 10th, which oddly enough is Callie and I's anniversary. That's good because October yeah. 10th, we'll give him eight days of squadrons before the baby's here. He'll be able to play a little bit for it. Kidding. I tell you what, though, that would be a pretty sweet birthday. 10, 10, 20, 20. That, that's it. Holy pretty sweet. Shit. That that's a awesome. cool birthday. Wow. I just can't wait for my little Halloween buddy to get here. Yeah. Oh, did you? Uh, I had, way, you yeah. saw the unicorn? I, yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, we're going to get that. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mike, you got anything you want to talk about, promote? Uh, yeah, 4th of July. Yeah, be it's, safe. Just, just celebrate it. Like, just, I just. That, like hearing that national anthem and stuff, it, I just wish more people would get back to that and start appreciating that more. We will. I think we always have. I think. Though. I think we more people. Have. I think we more people appreciate have. it than you think. Uh, unfortunately, we're being inundated with the, the the worst part of everything that's going on right now. Like we said, um, I haven't. I haven't run into anybody that said American sucks. No, and, and I haven't either. It's it's just it. You know, like Nick, when Nick brought it up, it's. It's just, it's so important because without it, we're not here. Like, who yeah. knows what this world looks like if a bunch of farmers and carpenters and everyday people and teenagers don't win that war and beat you the know, greatest it, army. Another thing, too, man. I mean, you, you talked about public education. If you ever want to know truly the impact this country's had on the world, just go take a look at Nobel Prize winners. I think you might be a little shocked at just how many of them have come from this country yeah right and and what an impact we've had on the world right i mean we're going through hell right now but i I tell you what we've we've been through we've been through worse been Been through through, much worse if you live through the 60s (laughs) been through worse than this that's true lsd are you referring to lsd richard no i'm I'm, okay seriously no (laughs) the 60s lsd no, no, I'm just saying what this country went through in the 60s. Like, like shit. This, this is basically nothing. Like Great. What always comes to mind, especially on the 4th of July, is what this country was like after 9-11. I, I don't, it's sad. On, on September 12th. I, it's from that I, day I talk about forward, that all the time, it's, man. To this day, it's, I, 
and it's sad to say that I don't think you'll ever see anything like that again, barring another major national tragedy. There was flags everywhere. There was I know September twelfth, um, man. I talk about it all the time. There is more of that now than you think. I mean, I hope you're right. There's more. I hope you're right. There is more people of of different races that are kind to each other and care about each other and are friends to each other and w- helping each other than what you're seeing on the news because they don't want you to see that. We, we know it. it, it ca- I completely ca- agree with chaos you. Chaos plays into the government's hand, and, and, and I'm going to say this, not just Democrats. Yeah. The government wants chaos because they want the control. So the, I, we've said it before. I have not walked into a Publix and had anybody that wasn't white give me shit because I was white. I haven't walked in and given anybody that wasn't white shit because th- there are more people that care about each other and are happy and love each other and want the right thing. They're just not the ones getting the TV time. Yeah, and, and you're right. Enjoy Fourth of July. Love each other. Have be safe. Have fun. Uh, sing the anthem. Wear a shirt. Have a beer. Don't wear a shirt. Barbecue some stuff. That's what I'll be doing. No shirt. No yeah, shirt. but I mean, you, you're attractive. I am Thank not you. so much. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So I appreciate that. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you very much. Sun's out, guns out. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick, in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.